It we go to now. Big enough field here. They come together. Three-year-olds here, Munns, or three-year-olds and upwards, I should say, a benchmark 78 over the mile and a half. Yeah, starting with Pesto, who's an $8.50 chance. We go to Never Again at $21. Made by Khan. Uh, Adam Duggan shipped him down there. Well, he, he covered more ground the first Explorers the other day, so he's got the visitor's draw today in 16. He's a $7.50 chance. Soulanoage at $23. Spanish Kiss is a $13 chance. Protection money is at $26. Tycoon Beck at $16. Traduce at $16. Dalamax at $61. Kaitaku at $19. Dublin Journal not there. Credit Crunch, Matty Smith uh, sent it down there. It's a $6.50 chance. So unusual at $7.50. Waheeni Tower. Last start winner, the favourite, at $4.60. Hardly sweet at 41 Swelter Magic, 71 And the Awesome Sun is a $26 chance. Well, most popular runner here is Wahini Tower, albeit it's 4.40 at to 4.60 this morning. It's only a breath in front of So Unusual. And it's 7 into 6.50, back out to 7.50 this morning. Third pick would be Spanish Kiss here after this morning. It went up $12. It's out to 13 Credit Crunch was a $10 chance earlier this morning. It's now a $6.50 pop and doesn't sit top 10 uh, overall, but they've given it a decent carve up this morning. But there's money for Made by Khan, there's money for Pesto, there's money for Traduce. Uh, so it's they want to be on plenty here. Uh, Mark, which is the form line to be with here, do you think? I don't know, but I'm going with number 13, so unusual. Richard, I like this horse. I think it's just going to get better and better and better as the races get longer. I don't think it handled Mooney Valley for one step last time. I think it was out in absolutely inferior ground when it made its run. Wobbled around the bend, got going and won. I think there's good speed. I think it draws to follow by Haney Tower in about sixth or seventh spot and will just relish the big track in the 2400. So, pin on so unusual. I think number eight, Traduce, is a real danger. It will have to go back to near last, but the speed looks good. It's had a couple of goes for Mike Moroni. It's just roaring through the line, ready for 2400. Uh, 14 Wahini Toa gets a beautiful run just behind the speed. Real improving stayer with a great hope again. And one Pesto, who looks ready to win. Got the two kilo claim. Midfield inside poking through, running on, has got a chance. So a good race, but I'm keen on 13. 13, 8, 14 and 1. I like number 14 to win again, Wahini Tower. Um, I thought uh, she struggled around the valley, but the, once she got into the clear and straightened up, she let down really well. You know that she's a genuine stayer. She's performed up to 2,800 metres. I think she'll get a great run. She's not excessively weighted. I think she can run well. I think the two down from Sydney, Credit Crunch, uh, whilst goes up in weight, uh, like the way he found the line last start, it's Jamie Carr here. Three made by Khan. We knew him early in his career when he was with Matt Laurie. Uh, he's always had talent and he's come up well this campaign. I think uh, there's reasonable speed here and he might just tuck in behind them and be in the right spot here for John Allen. And Pesto, he gets down very quickly, so 2,400 third up, so ideal. Uh, he can be in the mix somewhere. But uh, no, I like Wahini Tower. 14, 12, 3 and 1. Ninth and last. It's never too late to join the MRC. Finish off Munns here with a benchmark 70 at the 1,000 metres. All 13 to start. 
Yes, and unflinching here is our favourite at $3.80. Fine Dane, $14. Uh, Hickok at $14. Stay in touch at $21. Winsome at $12. Larkham at $12. Not enough effort at $81. No way ever at $7.50. Kev's Girl at $8. All About Eve at $8.50. Moon and Back at $23. Sham I Am at $34. And Luna Cat is a $6.50 chance. Uh, good support for the toppy here in Unflinching. As much as $4.40 on Wednesday. $3.80 Thursday. $3.60 Friday. Went up 370 this morning and is out to 380 but uh, is exactly half the investment on the race and about five times as popular as the second pick which is all about Eve uh, and it was uh, 758 now 850 this morning third pick would be Kev's girl uh, it was ten dollars uh, earlier today so it's ten dollars into eight dollars uh, this morning and behind that would be next pick would be Hickok uh, who was 12 13 now 14 your numbers in the last Dean uh, <clears throat> I'm going with uh, one unflinching Richard I thought he ran well first up all of his best form has been at on firm ground at Mooney Valley but uh, I think you give a great side here to beat five, win some. His five goes first up, three wins, and for two defeats first up, two of his better runs. So he'll run very well. Three, Hickok, uh, he's an honest horse in this grade with a claim. And ten, all about Eve. I don't think the straight track suited at all last start can bounce back here. One, five, three, ten. So I'm going for the outside four barriers here. Go number one, unflinching to win, who has got Kev's girl drawn inside it to bring it across. He was good first up. It's a fast horse on dry ground, will run well. Three Hickok comes off a break. Recent trial was just okay, but didn't have the blinkers. It'll run on well first up. And 13 Luna Cat, similar scenario. Out the back, hard on, hard down the middle. And then eight No Way Ever, who had no cover last time, I think, with a claim, getting cover behind them. Down the centre of the track, which is a good spot to be the Sandown shoot, will run well. One, three, 13 and eight. Thank you, gents. Uh, Mark, I might stay with you for your best in value on the day. My best is race three, number nine, Warsfold, and my value, race eight, number 13, so unusual. Far away, Dean, your best in value. Uh, race one, number six, all sassed up's the best, and the best value, race four, number three, Black Queen. Is there anything interstate, Dean, that grabs you? Uh, head back to Perth, uh, race six, number six, I think it is, hardly ever uh, going well. Beautifully drawn, hard to beat. Excellent, thank you. Uh, Mark, you've um, you've looked towards Werribee, where they're racing today. Seven races and something there in race two by the looks. Yeah, it looks a two-horse race, race two. Richard, I think race two, number 12, Savvy B, should have, uh, should have walked in at Kylak last time. At the 1,400 metres, looks beautifully placed there. Barrier four, Henry Dwyer and uh, Savabil Philly. Okay, good on you, Mark. Thank you, Dean. And we'll do it again next weekend. Many thanks as always. Thank you. Thanks, Richard. Good on you, fellas. You'll hear Dean Lester right throughout the day here on Sky Sports Radio. And for those that are interested, and plenty are, I'll get Mark Hunter's selections out across the various social platforms there, Munns. Yes, Richard. So those uh, that tip by Mark at Werribee, race two, number 12, Savvy B, is currently a $4.60 chance, while Dean's tip at Ascot, race six, number six, hardly ever, sounded like playing the cricket yesterday, uh, $2.50 and favourite.
Okay. Any jockey challenges of note there? That are yeah, we've got the Jockey's Challenge. We'll stay at Sandown for the Jockey's Challenge where Jamie Carr's the favourite at Sandown and she is a $1.30 chance over. Matthew Cartwright at 8 Dan- uh, Jamie Mott at $9.50. Damien Oliver at 10 Johnny Allen at 15 Michael D. 41 Dean Holland and any other individual jockey, 61 a pair. Rose Hill Gardens, Nashua Willa, the favourite at one ninety over Tommy Berry at three forty. Dylan Gibbons at 8 Rachel King is a 10. Josh Parr and Tyler Schiller, 18 a pair. Any other jockey, 26. And Sam Clipperton at 31. Off to the Gold Coast, where Maxie will run through the day for us in a moment. We've got James McDonald, $1.15 favourite in the Jockeys Challenge up there. Karen McAvoy, 11. Ben, uh, sorry, any other jockey, 18. Ben Thompson, 21. Brody Loy must have got that um, doctor certificate at 26. Brent Abdullah, 31. Jim Byrne and Craig Williams, 34 a pair and at Wyong today where we see Mitchell Bell the 240 favourite from Ash Morgan at 3 Andrew Atkins at 8 any other individual jockey 850 Winona Coston fresh off a a, a win in Hobart yesterday for Gay at 13 Keegan Latham Grant Buckley 15 a pair and Andrew Gibbons a $26 chance Good on you, Munns. You have a good day at the races. Yeah, we kick off at uh, 10.30 this morning, Richard, with a preview from Rose Hill Gardens for that meeting there. I think we then go to the Gold Coast, and I think the Wyong preview might be uh, the last one before we're back for race one, the highway today at Rose Hill. Let him go. Thank you, Glenn Munsey. We'll take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, Michael Maxworthy with all the form and the winners for a massive day at the Gold Coast. Since 2018, 36 Group 1 winners could have been bought for $100,000 or less at an English sale. That's 44% more than the nearest Australian auction house. Where will you be in 2023? Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. Mum, what day is it? Boxing Day. Again? Yes. But Mum... Lionel, the Bimbi Boxing Day sale is so big, it's still going. I know. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry to TVs and tech, health and fitness. Exactly. But how long can it be Boxing Day, Mum? As long as I say so. Okay. The Bingley Boxing Day sale. Great deals that keep on going until they don't. Bingley, better living every day. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you pack Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Stress Paste can assist in keeping your yearlings well, hydrated and calm during transport and on arrival. Stress Paste also buffers and protects the stomach from gastric ulcers while travelling. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health, powering performance from within. Tab has racing offers on tab. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with tab. For racing on tab, download the tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. 
Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Racing HQ, brought to you by TAB. For racing on TAB, download the TAB app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help, 1-800-858-858. Yeah, speaking of TAB, big day at the Gold Coast, the TAB Wave at Wait for Rage. It's one of the feature races on a big prize money day at the Gold Coast. He's done the form. I'm sure he's keen to get stuck in. Michael Maxworthy, good morning to you. Good morning to you, Richard. Yes, we kick it off with uh, a very rich maiden plate. $250,000 on offer in the opening event. This race uh, used to be race one on Magic Millions Day itself, but they've had to make way for a few new races uh, this year, Syndicate and also the debut. So we start today with the big maiden. I can tell you the weather as I approach the Gold Coast is magnificent, plenty of blue sky, just a little bit of white cloud. However, it's pretty much ditto when the rail's in the number one position and we have had a little bit of rain in the lead up to Gold Coast races. They want to get off the rails, so they'll be doing that again today, getting towards the middle of the track, I believe. Let's go for it. Race one is this Magic Millions Maiden played two-day carnival these days. It's not just next weekend. Big day today. Number five, Bel Air. $2.60 favourite here, Ben Mellum, and uh, the Freemans here. Two sixty favourite, Anthony and Sam, that is. Number 12, Avery, is at four sixty. Wild Calm, $10. Silent Czar, a $12 chance. So is Shah of Goma for race one, Maxi. Yes, I think only bad luck will beat this favourite, Bel Air. He's a three-year-old by Ritten Tycoon, only had the four starts. And I think they identified this race back in August after running second at Sandown behind uh, the extremely talented App Cabin. They turned him out after that. He was gilded. Uh, he then had three jump-outs in Melbourne before his first-up assignment at a recent midweek at Sandown went second to a horse called Black Zeus, who I think goes OK. And then since then, he, he's had a trial on route to the Gold Coast of Rose Hill uh, back on the 29th of December. He ran third in that trial, but they rode him quietly with blinkers back on and he picked his way through the field under no urgings at all. It's a barrier too, so Ben Bellum's just going to have, have to navigate the right path and I think he'll win. 13 wild calm for Annabelle Nisham is a very interesting horse. She hasn't raced for about a year. She's only had the two stars and both of them were... Um, you know, super eye-catching. There's obviously been a few issues. Just the one recent public trial, though. Number 12, Avery. She looks ready, but she's drawn poorly. She was in that Bel Air Rose Hill trial on the 29th of December and went quite well. And then 15, Iron Grace. I think she's a good roughie for the locals. 5, 13, 12 and 15. Last chance for the two-year-olds to get into the big race next weekend and we start with race two, the Aquastallions Gold Nugget for the boys. Two-year-olds at the 1,100 metres. Number eight, Royal Entrance. Or in win at the midweeks here in Sydney. $2.30 favourite. Quasimodo will be a, one of the real stories of the week if this horse gets into the race at 2.50. Then we go right away to Works at 9.50. Lamiro 9.50. So the betting almost has this as a race in two, Michael. Yeah, I tend to agree, either Royal Entrance or Cosimodo, and I've gone with the one that's going to be handy. In fact, I think Royal Entrance from Gate 1 will lead, and that'll give J. 
James McDonald a chance to get him to the middle of the track when they turned into the straight. His trial OK at Kembla and his Warwick Farm win was OK, nothing special. But I think he's just peaking at the right time, this fellow, with only one run under his belt. I think there's further improvement and not a lot in the way of opposition today. So I think he can make it two out of two and make his way into the big race next week, Royal Entrance. To beat Quasimodo, who was just okay at his first start at Newcastle, but much better in the Wild Magic Millions won by Sovereign Fund. And that's the strongest form line, it seems, at the moment for the Magic Millions Classic next week. So Quasimodo can back that up. He's very hard to beat here. But he's probably going to give Royal Entrance a few lengths head start. Uh, others more for the place. Ten Works, who's getting blinkers first time and nine sunny days. Eight, seven, ten, nine. We go to the girls for race two, the Aqua Stallions Gold Pearl. Two-year-old fillies here, 1,100 metres. Number four, Excel Dior runs here, $2.10 favourite. Number eight, She's a Rogue, $4.20. Then we get out to Angelique, $9.50. Tracy Spirit, $9.50. And then Bador. But Excel Dior, um, yeah, getting closer, this girl. And she's a two ten favourite here for the Gold Pearl. Yeah, just looking at her prize money, uh, $59,000. She needs to win or run second, Excel Door, to get into the big race next week. Uh, there's more um, pressure on in this race. This is a stronger race overall than the boys' division. And uh, a lot of these fillies haven't had high pressure in their races as yet. They've either been small fields or uh, no real high pressure. But there's going to be a stack of pressure on here. A lot of these love to lead. So I'm looking at a horse sitting two or three lengths off them, and that's likely to be number nine, Tracy Spirit, for Chris Lees and Andrew Mallion. Only the two starts, she comes out of the Max Lees, which is a, a good form line at this point. Uh, the winner we know, Fire Lane, is pretty talented. Tracy Spirit was fourth, beaten about a length and three quarters behind Fire Lane, then came to the sunny coast, and although it looked only just a win on paper, if you watch it, it was better than it looks. Uh, she couldn't get clear until about the 200 metres mark. She was a bit hesitant to go through a gap, being only a, a baby, and she didn't know a lot about it. But once she got through the gap, she seemed to gain in confidence, and I thought she won with authority. So I'm looking for something off the pace here. That's nine, Tracy Spirit, to beat four, XL Door. She's going to be one of the front runners. Eight, she's a rogue. She's getting blinkers first time. Just a slight concern with those blinkers on... 1100. She just needs to, to relax a little bit. And then Bedore, uh, she's pretty quick, but a little concerned about the 1100 metres with her as well. Nine, a strong finisher, 483. Race four at the Gold Coast today. 900 metres, open handicap. Pirata first, yearlings open quality. The Bopper, back in winning form last start. $2.15 favourite here. La Palmier, 440. Number 12, Streaker is $7. Ramlap's Gem is at 9.50, then out to a bigger odds for the remainder. But The Bopper, pretty dominant favourite here, Michael, for race four. Yeah, I think he'll win, Richard. Um, they rode him quietly. He just sort of flopped out of the gates of the sunny coast. And you can ride them like that at the Sunshine Coast because of its big stretches. And although he was still several lengths off the lead at the 200, he was the one you clearly wanted to be on. He went home two strides to their one. In fact, he put up four lengths at the end on a decent field of short-course sprinters. And he's just in beautifully at the weights, 55 kilos. He will give them a start. Four lengths, maybe. He'll get to the outside and swap them in the home straight. He actually drops three kilograms on that Sunny Coast victory last time. Remlap's gem, you've got to love him. He's a real 
short course specialist in particular here. He's the king of 900 metre racing at the coast, but he's paying for it with the 59. So, you know, with the bopper with 55 coming at him late, I think he can run him down. The Parmier will look to try and lead all the way, and then Super Rare is pretty consistent for a place. 5149. So we continue on with the Gold Coast preview here. Michael Maxworthy with us before the central preview. Race five is for the three-year-olds here, the dubious first yearlings, 1,200 metres. And Jun Quira was there at Warwick Farm. She was excellent at her first at run. $2.10 favourite here. Uh, draws maybe a gate to make use of it today. Number six, Busting, is right there. Promising type, Busting at 3.30. Then out to Corf Castle, 9.50, and, and Billionaire Baby again. A couple of horses here come away for race five for the three-year-olds. Yeah, I'm really keen on number nine, Jun Quira. She's got loads of ability. You wouldn't know it looking at a form, a win at Hawkesbury and a third in the midweek at Warwick Farm, but I can tell you she can really gallop. The problem is that she has a bit of a phobia with the starting gates. At Hawkesbury, she was slow to go. She was hesitant. She then had a, uh, a barrier trial prior to her first up run at Warwick Farm. She reared when the gates opened in the trial, missed it four or five. Yet she picked them up and looked super. Didn't win the trial, but a final 200 was beautiful. And then the same at Warwick Farm first up. She was hesitant, fractious in the gates, jumped awkwardly, copped a bump, and that cost her the race. In the wash-up, she was only beaten three quarters of the length. So I'm just hoping that everything works out okay for her in the gates. If she steps well, I think she'll win and probably win easily for James McDonald. Six definitely busting. He's coming through the back door. His, his two wins against much easier competition were very good visually. Now, the last 200 metres, he's strongest, and he does look to have a very bright future. Number four, hard to say. They rode him back last start, not by design. Due to circumstances, he copped a check and ended up last, but found the line strongly. So they'll probably ride in him in a similar manner here. And then Billionaire Baby. Number nine, John Quira, to beat six, four, and three. Race six, first leg of the quaddy. Phillies and mares, class three and four. Good money race again. Number nine, Alentia. She's exciting, but she's a dollar eighty on the fixed odds market. Number two, Bella Rouge, the more established stable mate there at four eighty. Then Latakia, nine dollars. Coco Rocks and Co, thirteen dollars. Alentia, she's going to try and be one of the stars of the show today. There, Michael. Yeah, there's no doubt about that. She's like um, the schoolgirl. Richard taking on tough season mares. Um, she's got so much potential. She's only had two starts for two wins at the mid-bits in Brisbane. Time and margin, fantastic. Everything about her looks good. She took the trail last start. One went, went a little bit quickly for her early, but uh, she's just raced right away to score a comprehensive win. And I think she'll be doing the same today, Alencia. It's only her first prep for this three-year-old filly, but uh, I guess the good thing is that she's trained out of... Chris's Gold Coast Satellite Stable, so she's going to go over the road. However, there are some tough season mares here, including a stable mate, Bella Rouge, number two, fourth at Rose Hill, and then sixth at Randwick last start was very good because she was held up till inside the last hundred. It was too late. So she's definitely a, a chance here of, of beating this favourite, Alentia, if Valentia has gone over the top. Six-hour third, but her form without winning this time in has been solid enough to give her a top-three chance. 
and very intoxicating. I think is best of the local gallopers. Nine, two, six, and five. Colts and Geldings get their chance in a similar kind of race. Uh, class four set weights over the 1,300 metres. And at number 10, Resonator. He might be ready here third up. He's a $4 favourite from the good draw. RNT, good horse up that way at 550. Spiritualised 550. West of Africa hasn't done much wrong at $6. And then Daytona 750. I am lethal $8. Bit of Sydney form around the place here, Maxie, for a very good race seven. Yeah, I think present eight is very hard to beat here. Wyong first up in that three- and four-year-old Magic Millions race, he sort of jumped in the air, never got into it. And then there was a change of tactics from the stable to go forward. And um, Dylan Gibbons bounced him out of the gates that ran which straight to the lead, ran along at a good tempo, and was only caught in the last couple of strides. He's third up today, drawn a good barrier, significantly blinkers are back on Resonator. He gets, uh, I don't know that he'll lead here. You've got Prime Asset and Spiritualized who like to lead, but it should afford his rider, uh, James McDonald, to park him into the box seat. The gallop will be strong, and I think that's what this horse likes, Resonator. I think 1,300 metres third up, absolutely ideal for him. West of Africa, disappointing, playing disappointing last start in the race won by Soothsayer. They took the blinkers off him because he was going to 1,600. He is a cold, maybe he thought about it, but they're back on today. Look for him to sit back, get to the outside, run on strongly. He's much better than what we saw last start, West of Africa. R&T, got a big weight, awkward gait, but more than up to winning this with luck. And then I am lethal. I'm just about sick of selecting this horse. Um, but I think today he's a knockout chance. 10, 13, 1 and 3. Dry track. He has a big finish. I am least yes. he, he does get that today. Race 8 is the Tab Wave. Wait for Rage, 1,800 metres. Gee, what about this market open? Number 1, uh, the Cunning Fox is a $4.60 favourite here. Deficit, $6. Ashgrove's a $6 chance. Tyressa, $7. Akihiro, an $8 chance. Uh, Willie Pike of the Gold Coast today. Head of State, Mashani Spartan. How did you sort out the Tab Wave, Maxi? No, I haven't sorted it out. I don't really like the race, to tell you the truth. Um, but the money is coming in for this favourite, the Cunning Fox, the Patrick Payne and Craig Williams. Craig won this, I think, two years ago with Paradis. And I thought the Cunning Fox would be perhaps left a little bit flat-footed around this tight-turning track over the 1800, but money says no. I'm going to go with deficit number two. A few of these other horses are a bit suspect at 1,800, but this is probably deficit's best trip. Four wins, three of them at this distance. He's had four runs back and ready to peak today. He's got the good barrier for Brett and Abdullah to have him in the right spot. So two each way without any great confidence behind these selections. Ty Ressa number 12, a three-year-old filly. Three-year-olds don't have a good record in this race. Having said that, I don't think too many of them have actually raced in it. She got a bit of a phobia at the start, too. She usually hesitates. She's getting a barrier blanket today, so hopefully that works and she can use gate one to maybe sit midfield on the fence. Three-acre hero. This is a stretch with a big weight, the 1,800, but he's got a big heart. And then number five, Ashgrove. Two, twelve, three, five, and 
certainly respecting the money for the cunning box. Last of the day, benchmark 85 over the 14.25 metres, where number four, Wairiri Falls, is a $3.50 favourite. Nine, Rock and Moore, 4.40. Sir Rocket, 7.50. Indispensable, an $8 chance, as is Ventura Ocean, then out to Montenegro Man. But Wairiri Falls, second up here for the Wallace Stable. Jay McDonald on board, the favourite for the last. I'm going with number five here, Lord Olympus, who's now trained by Annabelle Neesham uh, for this preparation. He's had two runs back in Sydney, running on well after being a bit hesitant at the start. Now, today is the first time this uh, veteran of 23 starts is going further than 1,200. So he's up to 14.25 today. I'm hoping that the tempo of a 1,400 suits him a little bit better, where he can position a little bit closer. And I think the way he's been hitting the line as an older horse, surely he can run 1,400. So at the price... Uh, I think we can back him each way with a little bit of confidence, Lord Olympus. Number four, Warare Falls was, was good first up, a little bit one taste. Seven indispensables going great guns at the moment. The two runs back very good, in particular the latest behind the bopper at the sunny coast. He had to weave through, should have finished a little bit closer. And then Sir Rocket, number two. 14.25 is a little bit of a stretch with him too with the big weight. But I think he rolls forward, makes his own luck. Five, though, Lord Olympus on top of four, seven, and two in the last race. Good thing, Michael. Any good things? I'm going one, five, Bel Air in the first, three, nine, Tracy Spirit each way, and four, five, the Bopper. Good thing on the card today. It's a great program, Michael. Enjoy it, and uh, we'll tune into Sky Thoroughbred Central. Okay, thank you, Richard. Have a good day. Michael Maxworthy there with all the form for the Gold Coast, a precursor to an amazing day of racing there in seven days' time. Let's stay with, um, well, let's. Uh, Stay on the East Coast anyway. Um, short break on, uh, or no? <laughs> I thought Nico was saying break. No break. We just keep going. Melinda Turner's done the form for Wyong today and she joins us on a Saturday morning. Mel, good morning. Good morning, Richard. Yeah, I'm looking forward to being in Wyong here today. Uh, what, are you there at the moment? And if so, what are conditions like? No, not quite, but uh, we've I've had rain all the way, but it uh, looks like it's finding up the further I get down the highway, which is pleasing. Okay, let's so uh, let's go into this meeting and get your thoughts on all seven races. And we start today, Wyong race number one, quarter past one for a set weights maiden over the mile. Number one, Asfa, dollar seventy favourite, dominant favourite. Number nine, Glee Philly is at four twenty. Pioneer last five fifty, and they are the three in single figures for race one. Mel, yeah, it uh, looks his race Asfa. That's for sure. Uh, one nine seven and six in the first. Uh, Look, he's been placed two from three this preparation. They've all been at um, Metropolitan Grade. Uh, he just found the 12.52 short first up and second up. Then last start at Randwick, he was the runner-up behind Pink Baruch. He's only beaten 0.3 of a length there. Uh, he comes back to provincial grade from an inside gate. And I think up in trip is the key. He's looking for that now. So he'll get every chance from the inside gate uh, with Mitchell Bell aboard. Uh, the nine Glee Philly, she's the obvious stage. She's been improving with each run uh, that she steps out. She's just uh, been improving as they step up in trips. So she gets to the mile here, fourth up. She's also drawn well. She gets a nice light weight. Uh, the seven Pioneer Lass, she's had two solid runs back this preparation. I will say she's a better mare up over 2,000 metres, but she's coming back in grade. She's only beaten a length and a half over the mile there at Ramwick last start. And the six Kesa, uh, this mare from the Lou Mary Yard's been placed two from three this campaign. 
and the only time she failed, she just didn't handle the heavy track two runs ago. So she could be a place chance here, but the favourite looks very hard to beat in the first rich. Two on the day. Now, we spoke to Matt Smith earlier. He labelled Flambeur his best at Wyoming today, and Flambeur is a $3.90 favourite. Portnoy is at $5. Brave Angel, a five fifty chance. So is Nyota. And then Zunique, an $8 chance. Uh, 2,100 metres the journey here, Mel, for race two. Who are you with? Yeah, I hope he's right. I, I am tipping, a, uh, tipping him Flambeur, 4-3. Six and seven. I know he hasn't won in a long time, but I think he's just working his way up to a win. He's been improving his last couple of starts. Uh, he was the runner-up at Ramwick last start in the midway where he didn't get a lot of room over the concluding stages. Uh, he's got great uh, soft track form. Uh, three of his four wins have been on soft ground, so I think uh, he gets conditions to suit. And in a race that uh, looked tricky to sort out, if he can just run up to his last start, he'll be very competitive here. Uh, three Brave Angels. She falls into the same category. She hasn't won a race in a long time also, but I thought her run last start on the Beaumont was good enough to suggest uh, she's getting back on track also. She should be at a peak here third up. Uh, she was placed uh, behind Just Business last start, who's since got on to win at Warwick Farm, and she'll get every chance from the inside gate. Uh, the sixth, uh, Portnoy, he's probably the up-and-coming galloper. He's led in both starts this preparation, and he's just struggled when the sprint went on. He gets up to his right trip here today, and the seven, Neoita, uh, he was placed, she was placed two runs ago at Hawkesbury, and then uh, just over race last start, uh, they took they put the visors on on that occasion, so they come back off here today. Uh, perhaps she'll relax with those coming off today. Four, three, six, and seven in race two. Race three, uh, uh, Wyong now. We go to a set weights maiden, 1,000 metres. Number six, Separatist, uh, resuming here and is a $2.60 favourite. Number 10, first class Molly at 4.20. Mr. Kennedy, second up at $6. And then number three, Super Fred's, a $6 chance. Light press in the mix here at $7 for race number three, Mel. Yeah, I was really impressed with uh, our favourite barrier trial, uh, 6 1, 10, and 11. Uh, he's resuming off one trial at Hawkesbury back on the 19th of December, and he finished second, but he was just let coast along under his own steam. He led the trial there. Uh, they've taken a lot of gear off this horse, and he's since been gelded. So he's, we were sent out favourite here last preparation, where he was a beaten favourite, but he wasn't disgraced. So soft gate, and I think the trial suggests he looks like he's resumed in good order. Uh, the one, Mr. Kennedy, I'm looking forward to having a look at this Galapar. He's a former Hong Kong uh, horse. He's had one run for Peter Robel and he had a long time off the scene. He was beaten two and a half lengths on that occasion. I think he'll definitely improve here second up. Uh, the 10 Miss Cla uh, First Class Molly, she's on debut. She's trialled up well. She showed good speed in the most recent trial to lead the trial and she won the trial under her own steam. It's the advantage of a soft gate. And the 11 light press, uh, this filly really over-raced in the middle stages last start, but she come again late there at Gosford behind Pariah, who's since come out to win again. So she could definitely improve here. 6-1, 10-11 in race three. Race four, fillies and mares class one. Uh, 1350 metres, number four overriding. Looks pretty exciting, but $1.45 fixed here. Number six, Galactic Angel. Well, she might be able to win again here. $3.80 and then definitely maybe seven fifty. but overriding. Gee, seems skinny enough, but she was good on debut, Mel. Yeah, I completely agree. I, I was wary when, uh, prior to all these scratchings, her even being short. But uh, she's, I think with the scratchings now, uh, looks her race. Uh, she was dominant winning on debut 
defeating Island Tide. Island Tide went around at Port Macquarie yesterday and it was a beaten favourite, but I will say didn't have a lot of luck. I just would have liked to have probably seen uh, Island Tide run a touch better. She's going to need luck from the gate, but like I said, with the scratching, she comes in a few and uh, this looks a nice type of race for her to kick up, to step up to today. Uh, the two, Bell Rye, I think she's an improver. Uh, she was good to win two runs ago on the Kensington over the 1300. Then stepped her up in grade and up in trip, and she just didn't look to run it out. So back to provincial grade and back in trip's probably the key here today. Uh, the three, definitely uh, maybe, uh, was play- has been placed two from four this campaign. Um, she just raced in restricted room two runs ago, and she was only beaten a length and a half. And she had to go back from an awkward gate last start. So she's an improver here from the inside gate. And Galactic Angel uh, took her 17 goes to break her maiden here last start, but uh, she was dominant in doing so. So perhaps she can take confidence off that. 4 2, 3 and 6 in race 4. Uh, the boys get their chance in race five for a class one over the 1350 metres. Bit more of an open market. Sees so number four, Smooth Flight, as a $4 favourite here. Number one, Spaltet is at 650 so is number seven wild irish rover watch the clock is a six dollar fifty chance as is cushy so nice open market here mel for race five how did you sort the boys out yeah very very open rich i just went with the horse that's uh, performed well out of maiden company and that's our favorite our smooth flight uh, he was good to win two runs ago breaking his maiden at gosford and then last night he went to canterbury in a 64 and he was only beaten a length and a half. I will say he's going to need luck from the gate, but he's got good tactical speed. And like I said, I, it's nice to see a horse go from a maiden and step out the next start and perform well. Uh, eight, watch the clock. I think he's going around over the odds. He was terrific to win last start there at Hawkesbury. And the second horse has since come out to win at Ramwick. We've already had two winners come out of the race. He's going to get an economical run from a soft gate here today. Uh, seven, Wild Irish Rover. He was the winner last start there on protest at Wyong. Prior to that, he was placed on the Beaumont track where we've had three winners come out of the race. And the one spell tip has trialled up okay. Uh, race is well fresh and is in a good yard. Four, eight, seven and one in race five. We go to race number six and this is a 13.50 metre maiden here. And uh, looks like a debutante here. Number three, Bucks Party. $4 favourite here. A real yard watch as well for Gay and Adrian. Number seven, competition is at $6 for Godolphin. Number five, Sir Tom, $7. Mr Hemsworth, an $8.50 chance. And then Rebenich at $9. But Bucks Party, you know from Tullock Lodge, they're generally set to go on their debut. A $4 favourite here for race six. Yeah, he's, he's hard to go past off both his trials, particularly his most recent trial. I did see that uh, the stewards put out a notification he's actually returning from a stretch fracture to the off four. So he's since had four trials after that fracture and trialled up well. So he'd be ready to go here today. He's had two trials this campaign. He's placed in, He was being placed in both. And he won his most recent trial where he led on the fence. He was given a squeeze and he found the line well. Just looking at him, he looks like a really big, uh, strong galloper. He's been gelded. And he gets the advantage of gate one. I'd say he'll find the front here today. Uh, the five, Sir Tom, he's been placed two from four this campaign. He definitely should have finished close the last start there on the Beaumont. He raced in restricted room over the concluding stages. Uh, two, Mr Hemsworth. He was placed first up at Campbell. He got the run of the race, but he's had four weeks between runs and up in trip. Perhaps he can improve here. And the seven competition, well, he had no luck first up on the Beaumont track. He covered a stack of ground. But I thought he worked the line okay. He's going to need luck again today, though, from the gate. 
735, 2 and 7 in race 6. And the 7th and last, we go to a benchmark 68 over the 1,200 metres. True Crime will run here, tab number 3, $1.55. Number 8, Mon- uh, Oakfield uh, Mahogany at 4.40. Isa Rich, what a warrior he is, at $8.50. Then had to moshed up at Bigger Roz. But True Crime, think it would have been a chance at Rose Hill Gardens today. Melbourne appears here as the favourite in the last. Yeah, I think we've just taken the, well, obviously the easier option here today, and it looks his race, uh, 3, 8, 6 and 7. He's resuming off one trial at Wyong. He won the trial, and he just looked beautiful in his action. He was let down lovely. The second horse, first peoples, since one on midway. Um, he won two from three as a two-year-old last preparation. He relishes this soft type of ground and he's drawn a beautiful gate so I think it looks his race here today Danger for mine is the 8 Oakfield Mahogany, he's been placed in both runs this campaign, he was, had no luck here last start at Wyong where he was caught wide the trip, he was only beaten a length and a half um, 6 Iso Rich, uh, he's a Sixteen times winner. He was narrowly beaten here last start. He seems to go around over the odds all the time for mine, but he can bob up here and there. And the seven, which is uh, Miss Ciccone, she led first. She led in front here last start and was just vulnerable late, but comes back in great here today. Three, eight, six, and seven in the last. The good things, Mel. Oh, I had to find something with just with a little bit of value. Uh, race three, number six, uh, separatist. I think he's trialed up nicely. Had a few gear changes, been gelded, and uh, I think it looks his race. But I am very keen on um, true crime in the last, but uh, he's nice and short now. Good on you, Mel. Good to chat race morning and enjoy your day there at Wyong and get down there and home safely, please. Thanks very much. Melinda Turner does a great job uh, up in the, the Northern Rivers and, of course, comes down to Wyong when required and those kinds of venues. Always good to have a chat with Mel on race morning. We're not too far away from getting behind the gates underway at 10 minutes past 10. Don't know where the morning goes, but the text line is open. I've had a few technical issues here. Well, I haven't. Nick sorted me out, but we're right to go now. The text line is up and running. And the number uh, to text us in, it'll be Darren Flindell, Hurls and myself. Uh, any thoughts on today's Rose Hill Gardens program? Any questions? You need a little bit of a gentle push to uh, to just sway you to have something on a horse or who you like, who you don't like? Uh, any question, really. Bit of a fun half an hour coming up. And uh, 0419 767 272. That's 0419 767 272. The text line is open. Davo from Umina has already texted in. Davo from New Minor can finish his holidays whenever he likes and come back to work. He's entitled to them. I get it. Uh, Davo said, I wonder if Prince Harry will be pulling on Chalkstream's tail today. Thank you, Davo. If you're contributing for the rest to the rest of uh, the segment, hopefully that's a little better than that. We'll take a short break here on Racing HQ Saturday. Behind the gates on the other side and at around about a quarter to 11, we'll reveal today's multi and you'll see if you want to play there or not. Back shortly. Mum, what day is it? Boxing Day. Again? Yes. But Mum... Lionel, the Bimbi Boxing Day sale is so big, it's still going. I know. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry to TVs and tech, health and fitness. Exactly. But how long can it be Boxing Day, Mum? As long as I say so. Okay. The Bingley Boxing Day sale. Great deals that keep on going until they don't. Bingley, better living every day. 
Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you use Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Packed with nutrients that will allow your yearling to continue to eat throughout the sale, Stress Paste ensures that they get the extra gut support they need. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. And this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gamblers help. 1-800-858-858. The typical Aussie way of cooking meat is if it looks cooked, it probably is cooked, right? Wrong. When cooking meat, it's all about bringing the right amount of heat, especially if you want to avoid food poisoning. And the easiest way to check that meat is perfectly and safely cooked is to use a meat thermometer. To check the safe temperature for whatever kind of meat you're cooking, just head to the Food Safety website. That's foodsafety.asn.au. A message from the Food Safety Information Council. This is Ray Thomas. And I'm Dean Ritchie. Listen every Sunday from 7 for the Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. We have the latest on league and legends like great Australian cricketing legend Doug Walters. Good morning, Ray. He played 14 times for New South Wales. Legend, Ray. A legend. Yeah, a legend. I talk of Paul Siren. Yeah, good morning, boys. He is an absolute champion. Bradley Clyde. Good morning, Ray, Dean. Always good to jump on the show. The Big Sports Breakfast Weekend. Sports shows the cream on my coffee every morning. Dino and Ray, it's a good show and I love Zorba. The Big Sports Breakfast Breakfast weekend, Sunday morning on Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. Racing is all about favourites. Sharing a nice bottle of wine with friends is a favourite. But favourites at the races still need to be good value. Just like a bottle of Windy Peak wine from the famous De Bortoli stable. Great value and every drop a winner. Here's the traffic. Want to save big on outdoor clothing? Anaconda stock take sale is on now with 30% off all clothing by the North Face, Columbia and Helly Hansen. Play more and pay less with Anaconda. Double Bay of Fallen Tree on New South Head Road near William Street affecting your westbound run. Two lanes are closed. Flooding in Moralia has closed McClymonts Road both ways at Cat Eye Creek. Roselle, this works on Victoria Road, city bound between Robert Street and the Anzac Bridge. It's a 40k an hour zone blocking one lane. The King Summer Sale is on now. Up to 50% off selected Australian-designed award-winning furniture. Sale on now. Visit your nearest King showroom today. I'm Luke Germain, number one in racing on Sky Sports Radio. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Stand by for a start. Behind the gates. They're locked away now. Down to the last couple. With Sky's stable stars. The excitement really starting to build. On Sky Sports Radio. Quarter past ten, quarter past nine, if you're listening in Queensland. Good morning to you right around the nation. Welcome back to the show. It's a morning that just rolls by so, so quickly. It's now time for Behind the Gates. It's uh, it's your chance to uh, fire in a few questions and thoughts to um, to the guys here. I speak of Darren Flindell and, and Andrew Hurley, of course. Um, Davo from Umina 
I think uh, I think he's back next week. I'm not too sure. I'll have to check with his management. But zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. If you text rolling in already here, zero four one nine seven six seven two seven two. I think we need to happen for around half an hour before he has to jump in the car and get out to Rose Sewer Gardens. That is Darren Flindell. Darren, a very good morning to you. Yes, good morning, Richard. Uh, yeah, dead set thirty minutes, and then I'll be uh, I'll be off and flying out to Rose Hill. And what's a pretty heavy track there by the looks of it. Uh, I see yesterday the total rainfall was 50 mils and a heavy eight's the opening going. The, the radar seems to look all right. Looks like there might be some scattered showers there today. You wouldn't want a storm popping up though if they've had 50 mils yesterday. No, I suppose, Darren, we did have... I thought Robert Price made a pretty valid point as far as re, uh, newly renovated track, grass cut, you just hope if, if the rain does not eventuate, hopefully, that, you know, don't know whether we improve, but we don't get any worse at the very least. Well, I'd say uh, had that renovation not have taken place, the going would, probably would have been a heavy 10. Uh, Think without so. that. Mm. Think so. Uh, Hurls is with us again on a Saturday morning. Andrew Hurley with all the tab prices and the movers for the segment. Hurls, good morning to you. Yeah, morning, uh, Rich. Morning, Darren and all the listeners. Where did this rain come from? I, I don't know if I was living under a rock, but <laughs> I, I didn't uh, see any prediction that we were going to get sort of all day rain. I didn't move, the ha- move from my house yesterday. It absolutely well, bucketed down. My, my mother-in-law, who just knows all when it comes to the weather, on, uh, on Thursday said, it's just going to rain all day Friday, Richard. Mm-hmm. I said no. I said no. It's not. I'm off to the cricket. It's not going to rain. It's going to be okay. Yeah. She, she goes. Oh. She goes. No, no. It's raining all day. And she, yes, couldn't, st- and she couldn't have been more accurate. I still got the uh, the tickets for the cricket yesterday, sat on my kitchen <laughs> table here. Uh, a good friend uh, offered them to me, and I thought, you beauty. And then looking ahead, it said 30% chance of rain. I thought, okay, well, that means there's 70% chance it won't rain. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> I was down at Darling Harbour at about 1 o'clock, got out of the taxi, and that walkover bridge there in uh, Darling Harbour was dead set like a waterfall. Yeah, I'll t- yeah. t- t- tell you what, though, it... Um it didn't stop a stack of people. They might not be sitting in the grandstands, but they were. That sports bar up there was was humming. I suppose rain, hail, or shine, guys. The cricket is a chance for people that, you know, they might be mates from all around the state, around the country, to get together. So it was pretty busy there around the place yesterday. Did they actually play at any stage yesterday? Didn't bowl a ball, I don't think. Right. Mm. Well, I got there about midday, and the covers I think been on all morning. There was a brief cheer when the covers came off, <laughs> and then absolutely. Bucketed down. Gee, it would have been a fill-up for them out there, wouldn't it? How much do they charge for the beers these days? Mm. <laughs> um, Furthy, who, who are sponsors of the Australian Turf Club, mind you, I reckon they might have been eleven dollars ish. Might have been, your, might have been your cheapest go, but they have to make a dollar, don't they? I thought your man. Uh, I was listening to your man, Mark Levy, during the week. I think he was right. You might have taken three dollars fifty the draw. So he uh, might be on pretty so good terms with himself. Leaves if it's not Levy. if it's not he's had pot, some misadventures, not... hasn't he? With his NBN and a oh. uh, couple of potholes, flat tyres recently. Oh, no. He's got some expenses. I oh, know you're not wrong. And doesn't he let doesn't he let everyone know about it too? Just quietly. <laughs> <laughs> Would have been the lead story on his radio show. Oh, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Look, let's um, let's dive in here, guys. Some of these texts coming through thick and fast, and we'll reveal the uh, the multi at around about a quarter to eleven. I think I think, I think the tab have been generous enough for those who want to play today. I'll get a question out of the way early because Rob from Quakers Hill asked this the other day. I didn't answer it because I didn't have the answer. Morning, Richard. 
Do you know what has happened to Bailey Wheeler? He's a gun apprentice with Chris Lees. Haven't seen his name in the form guide for a while now. Um, Chris um, has let me know that he's not with Chris anymore and um, didn't say a whole lot more than that. But, look, we um, we wish Bailey well. He's a huge talent and we'll see where he emerges. But he is he is not with Chris Lees and that stable uh, anymore. So we'll see where, uh, where Bailey goes from here. Someone saying, please repeat Darren Flindell's best. We'll get there. Stay with us as we go. Uh, throughout the, uh, the day. Gus from Tamworth, morning. Do you think the track will upgrade as the morning goes on? Well, Darren, I think we sort of tried to half-answer that, didn't we? I mean, we'll I see. doubt it. I, uh, I, I, would, I would doubt it. Um, and it's a fairly cool day, I think, overall as well. It's not like we're going to have high temperatures or wind. It's just these uh, passing showers that will be coming through. Yeah, that's right. Let's... Um Let's go. Uh, I might grab a market hurls if I can for what? Uh, uh, what race is Mahagoni in there? Is he in race nine? I thought he might have been. Uh, he uh, is. Yeah. Second yep. Race nine. If I can get a grab a market there, hurls, and just a little question here re- regarding Mahagoni, if you will. He's been up a while, Mahagoni. It's a $6.50 chance in a wide open market there, race nine. We've got Logan Street Line, 440 to 4.80. Now, Dr. Evil, they went up $12. It's 550 to $6 this morning. It's going to take me half an hour to go through the deductions, but uh, there's some that haven't attracted deductions, so I'll just go through those that have. Irish Legend, 3x3, three three, two cents the win, Showtime Lady. Travelling Kate, 2x2, two two, one by one for Fuller and Momac, 3x3. Three as I said, uh, Dr. Evil's been well tried throughout the week. It's 550 to 650 back to $6 this morning after going up $12. 650 to $6 first light, 650 to $6 naval seal. Uh, also met with support and worthily $5 to $650. Uh, you've got naval seal on your bar list, I'd imagine, there, Darren? Oh, sort of, but uh, I've left the door open on a rain-affected track today. Naval Seals form on a heavy as one win and a couple of placings. So, um, yeah, I haven't ruled him out. And I did have a little listen to the uh, the video cast that Charlie Duckworth and Chris Waller put out on the Fridays. And he, um, I got, th- got the impression that Chris likes this a little bit. He said he, it was the smoky for the day, Naval Seal. So what price is it again? Uh, Noble Seal is, yeah, $6, and they went up $12. In terms of dollars held there, let's see if it's attracted much money. In fact, it has uh, today particularly. Hmm. Just, I just I just queried the trip. Just um, Tony asked, uh, guys, thoughts on Mahagoni three runs on a heavy for no placings? Yeah, well, that's got to be a concern. His last run was terrific behind JoJo as a man, but... Yeah, that record's there for all to speak. It probably depends how heavy uh, we're getting, at least by that stage of the day. We'll, we'll have a, a clear guide whether uh, it's on the better side of a heavy eight or it does deteriorate. And if it does, I would be very concerned about Mahagoni. Um, the speed in the race is still there with Tavian Prince, Yukon, first light going forward. Uh, we did lose a couple of the leaders with Showtime Lady and a Travelling Kate. I have loved the way that Dr. Evil's been hitting the line in these sprint races uh, which has just been way too short for him and now we're in his right distance range, this being an 1800 metre race. I think this is his race today. Um, two terrific runs over distances that he just couldn't win. The heavy track is a huge plus for him now and uh, I put him in now as the best bet and fortunately, I've been in a position where I can include him now in our behind-the-gates multi. I was devastated yesterday when I had a look at what the putters panel came up. 
everything I liked at a price, they all they all tipped them. And I thought, well, what am I going to do now? <laughs> and then I went scrambling around yesterday and went for Vernelli. But once I realised that the punter's panel multi is now void, I am permitted to put Dr. Evil in. I'm, I'm, I'm with you, Darren. I just think... He won't. I mean, where does it? Where does he find himself in the running? Can he be a bit closer in it? We know he's a, a, a tough horse. He'll keep on coming. Yeah, I don't know how close he can be. He's he's pretty much a, a backmarker type and just wind up with that one big run. So you'd like to think under the heavy conditions they'll all get their chances today. Um, but I have to say, when I was really warming to Dr Evil as well, that's when Irish legend was in the race, Showtime Lady, Travelling Code. I thought they'd all go forward. So the pace isn't going to be as strong now as I initially anticipated. Uh, let's go to race number two, Hurls. We have a question here regarding a runner in race number two on the day. What do we have for race two? It's the the Shandon Handicap, benchmark 72, 1,500 metres. Yeah, this will be the one, five by six, five by six, also summer in Siam. Hide your heart, two by one and three by three. The deductions there, diamond tip, three by three. Leaves us with Green Shadows, one of the shorter price favourites on the day. 240 to 230, back to 240. Samana's 390 to 380, back to 390, 420 for Wine Glass Bay. It's pretty much one-way traffic here with Green Shadows. Uh, question from Jeff. Good morning, Jeff. Happy New Year, lads. Thoughts on Wine Glass Bay in race two. Looks the best horse in terms of potential by a mile. I suppose they're happy to run him today, Darren. Yeah, I watched his trial closely at Rose Hill. It was only last week or on the 29th of December, finishing fourth behind Zoom on. Sort of sat on the speed and was just urged a bit. And he stayed on okay. But it wasn't the type of trial that I watched and said, right, I want to be on this. I've just got question marks on it today. I'm just really not sure what to expect. I think the market will really help us out with Wineglass Bay as we get closer to start time. Is this one we want to be on or uh, go against? Personally, I'm happy that Gerald's made the decision to run the Minari Cold here, Green Shadows. I think this is his race today. I really do. Uh, as long as he can get through the heavy. And obviously, um, well, Gerald was doubtful whether he was going to run the horse today and just completely save it for the coast next week. So for the fact that he wants to run it, he must be happy enough. But I think the lead-up for Green Shadows, he is clearly the one to beat. And I, I do like the filly down the bottom a bit, Samana. She looks really, really tough. And she has won on a heavy track. Uh, her very first start at Musselbrook was heavy, and it was an enormous win. Well, they're both going to be fit, aren't they? Uh, Hurls, Green Shadows and Simona, they're both, they'll both be pretty fit and that has to count for something today. Indeed, yeah, 100%. I think uh, what you've said about the market there is going to be applicable for a number of races today to see how the track plays, uh, not only from a surface, but also from a positional uh, perspective. Uh, young Bailey Wheeler has gone to Queensland. Not sure which trainer he is apprenticed to now. Thank you for that text. So um, uh, we wish Bailey Wheeler all the best of luck and he'll find his way there in Queensland. Race 7 is our main race of the day, Hurls. A couple of questions uh, and thoughts around the Schweppes January Cup list race, 2,000 metres. Good luck, punters, trying to sort this one out. Yeah, indeed. Uh, we've got $5 a field here, alias, uh, which I know is one of yours, Rich. Uh, it opened up at that quote this morning, peaked at $6, back to $5. $5.50 is 7 back to $5.50, Global Osbred. We've got Mission Phoenix, 6 to six fifty. They went up $10 earlier in the week. Birdebeck, 6 50 to 7 Bonnie Ezra uh, is a $7 chance. Got to eight fifty this morning, it's back to $7. Then we get a military mission, 
$7. Inward Move for both Chalkstream and She's the Gift, $12 to $9 Chalkstream and She's the Gift at $9.50 after opening up at $10 this morning. In terms of popularity investment-wise today, uh, it is Alias, a little bit specking there, yeah, this is off the back of money for Chalkstream, but um, yeah, Alias, you know, <laughs> bit of a head-scratcher here, is the most popular runner. Okay, Jim from Wagga, Jim usually fires a text in, good on you, Jim, good work, boys, he says, uh, comments on Alias, Darren. Yeah, I like him today with the blinkers on. <clears throat> That's a big part of it. I uh, watched his trial at Rose Hill on the 29th, and I thought the work was really good. It's just like a lot of his runs, this preparation, his heart just hasn't been in it. But just purely for the fact the blinkers are go on, I'm giving him a, a really good chance today. I think there'll be enough speed there. Uh, other picks in the race, I thought uh, Global Osbred's run was very tough in the Summer Cup. He did more work than most and didn't go too poorly. Uh, Bonnie Ezra's done uh, enough on heavy tracks in the past, and I think the booking of Nashville Will is a big plus uh, for Bonnie. And Mission Phoenix should get a good time of it up on the speed. But, yeah, Elias is my pick today. I, I know he's been a bit costly along the way. He hasn't won since he claimed the Walker Cup uh, last year. But he's more than capable in this race today. What was uh, uh, Brad from your miners dig about uh, the King's Horse, Chalk Stream? Oh, uh, Davo from your miner was talking about um, uh, the <coughs> Prince. Wonder if Prince Harry is pull, uh, pulling on Chalk Stream's tail. Prince uh, Harry, Prince Harry just needs <laughs> to chill. <laughs> it's a big <laughs> just, week. Just, just relax, mate. It's just, it's all good. But yeah, D- Davo contributing there. Don't know if it's the same Davo from your minor. It doesn't say Davo from your minor. But well, Davo's sunning himself on the Gold Coast as we speak. So, huh. mm. good luck to him. Good luck to him. Uh, why, why is no one talking more about she's the gift here, Darren? I just have a feeling that two thousand metres wet track <coughs> is good for. I suppose where does she fit in against hmm. some some older hard hits here? <coughs> well, she hasn't. <coughs> excuse me. She hasn't won beyond a mile. So that sort of worried me a little bit, but I liked her run at Gosford in the in the bell of the turf there, uh, from a bad gate. She did a lot of work, and she may well have to uh, cover a bit of ground as well. Although although um, given the nature of this race, she'll probably get straight up into second, uh, possibly outside uh, Mission Phoenix. Good record. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't want to say no about her. She's handled wet really well in the past, so that's a huge plus as well. But I'm just not convinced about the distance. Rightio, let's uh, continue on here. Uh, do we, we've already done race nine, haven't we? Um, Ando from Wagga, and maybe just a comment, what are the team's thoughts on, on Worthily? Did you make a mention of Worthily in race nine at all, Darren, earlier? And they've, they've, uh, lost, they've lost money on Mahogany before, Ando, so maybe not keen to, to go again. But Right, well, Worthily we haven't seen on a wet track full stop. I... I was disappointed last time. I was tipping Worthily off that really good second emission Phoenix at Rose Hill when he loomed up that day. And I thought maybe he just peaked on the run, but I thought he had every hope to at least run a place last time, and he's not one I want to follow. Hurls, can I grab a market, please, for race five at Rose Hill Gardens? The Phillies and Mares benchmark 78, 1,500 metres. Yeah, all the rage here at $1.70. Opened up at 165 this morning. Festival dance at 4.20 to 4.60, back to 4.20. Saigon is a $6.50 chance, 13 into 10 charity spirit. Oh, golly gosh, 23 into 16 and Orbital Express 14 to 17. So just a small field here. Significant deduction for Osbird 
Osbred Flirt. Uh, 22 by 15, 8 by 8, Bella Rouge, Modern Millie, 7 by 8, and Water Fox, 3 by 4. You would not think that Frumos is going to get a better chance to get back into the winner's stall today, you would think, Darren. Uh, well, hang on. Uh, Ando says Frumos. Back it or bin it? On Thursday, I was going to oppose her when I did form line. I made a point that Frumos would be my lay of the day. But that was when Osbred Flirt was in the race and I was expecting much drier conditions that we've got here. At the end of the day, all her best form's been on rain-affected going, uh, Frumos, and a field of six. If I was brave, I would have put it in the multi today. <laughs> it, it, it couldn't miss the top four, surely. Well, you're <laughs> listening to someone right here who's been brave enough. I have a bit of a Frumos theory. Mm. I'm not sure whether she's quite been ready until now. No, everyone has their school of thoughts with Frumos, and it's easy to make that claim now. But maybe she's just—I don't know. She might have just well taken it, taken a couple of runs. I don't know. And let's face it, she's only had the two runs there on the dry track, and the first one—well, we, we never knew because she never saw the light of day. She certainly saw the light of day early enough at Roundwick last time, and I thought she was really disappointing. She just didn't pick up, but she'll be fitter, and she's likely to let down much better under these soft conditions. Yeah, would have thought so. Let's uh, let's get on to race one or go back to race one, Hurls. The uh, the highway this afternoon, nice open market, but uh, if we can get a, a market for race one, please, Hurls. Yeah, 20 past 12. This kick starts today and proverbial the favourite at $4.40. Opened up at four sixty this morning. Uh, support for overextend and has been the case right throughout the week. It's $7 to five fifty. Iconic names, six fifty to 7 Good support ticket to anywhere. 13 to $9, Nashville Willa. Our boy Ollie, 11 to nine fifty, And Poker Jack's an $11 chance. Expect a couple here. In terms of dollars held, uh, it's marginally proverbial. And then overextend, our boy Ollie uh, holds the third most amount of money in the race. And Poker Jack, there's support for it too at that $11 quote investment-wise. Uh, question here. Um Keith, the trucky Richard, would you put your mother-in-law's money on Frumos at a dollar seven on a heavy track? Keith, I absolutely would. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is that because uh, you're dirty on your mother-in-law? No, morning, Gina. She's had a, I've had a roof over my head, thanks to Gina, for the last year. Renovations can tick along as quickly uh, as they like. So, uh, no, good lady, Gina. Good lady. You've got to be nice. Oh, I'm always nice to Gina. Don't worry. Well, we have our moments, but she's uh, she's a good lady. Uh Okay, Craig says, thoughts please on race, uh, is it race one, number 10, Hardy? So thoughts on Hardy on a heavy track. And uh, good morning, boys. Old uh, Wiley, old dog here. I thought I was clever during the week and secured $51 about um, uh, beyond the storm, uh, behind the storm. Uh, after 10 scratchings, have you got any idea as to what price my horse will be running around at. Well, Hurls just mentioned, what, are you still $34 there, Hurls, behind the storm for uh, for the wily old dog? Uh, tab, a tab, tw- tab 22. 22, we have got two for 22. Uh, the wily old dog must have a share in this, doesn't he? Yeah, 26 to 34, can't ride a bean on it. Amazing win the other day. Uh, so, Darren, uh, behind the storm and Hardy, and a general thought and comment on the highway. 
Well, behind the storm, it took her six stars to win that maiden. Admittedly, she was first up from the break, but that was on a dry track. When when the SP $31 in a maiden and comes straight into a highway, I couldn't possibly be a part of that. Um, yeah, unless they, they're winning the maidens immediately and then you, you can see the, the upside. As far as Hardy's concerned, um, where are you, Hardy? Here you are, number 10. Um, yeah, this was well beaten at Newcastle last time as favourite and they, they vetted the horse. There was no problems with it, uh, seemingly, so I find it a little bit hard to tip. It was another scone winner prior to that, but at least uh, he's won two races. Um, I've, I've got my proverbial. Being such a big field over 1,200 metres, the pace will be very genuine, and that should play into the hands of proverbial. It was a really good run in defeat behind Justin Reach there last time out. Run prior to that was quite strong at the back end of 1,000 metres, although he's never placed over 1,200 metres. That worries me a little bit. I think the wet track will be okay for Proverbial. Overextend, a good chance, number 20. And Poker Jack shouldn't be forgotten about. He's already won two highways, so successful today. He'll have to take another path. And Amy, Amy McLucas has a very good record in these highway races, so pretty well rated again, the Poker Jack, and I wouldn't exclude him. Market for race three, please, Hurls. A benchmark 70 to 1,100 metres, I suppose. What I think Passagiata in so it's all opinion she's a beautiful lay of the day opportunity here for the tab but we'll see what they say what's the market saying about passagiata and and narito here hurls please for race three yeah, well, Rachel King said, I'll see you in the showers and absolutely took off on uh, Passagiata up there at Gosford and won by three and a half lengths. So, uh, only faces a small field today. If it gets to the lead, you'd think it's going to be hard to beat. It's at a dollar and 95 cents, but yeah, they are starting to lay it because it opened up at a prohibitive 165 this morning. Narito's 380 to 364. 80 defines a great Houdini. Aspen Chase, 11, $12 smoke show and 41 to 34. For, for compassionate. Well, they're letting you on here somewhat uh, with Pasagiata, and it's clearly the most popular runner in the race, dollars wise. The question comes through uh, where are we here? Good morning, boys. Tezza from Griffith. Good part of the world, Griffith. I went to a um, salon. Number Bucks, uh, right? No, no, they do. They, <laughs> they do. No. Well, over there, doing an outstanding every year. There's a thousand, over a thousand people go to the Salami Festival there at Griffith, and all the meats are cured there. It's an amazing day, anyway. Tezza, uh, your thoughts on the great Houdini in this race, uh, Darren? Well, they could have run at Canterbury last night, so they've elected to to wait for today. And bearing in mind that the great Houdini was allocated the outside gate of eleven. Uh, before the scratchings. That that might say something. I thought his trial was nice behind Sessions Road at Rose Hill. The time of the morning was easily the best. They ran 53.75 and this was hitting the line really well. So the great Houdini and considering uh, he won his maiden on a heavy 10 at Geelong, he really does come into the race uh, quite nicely now. But I'm quite excited by Bjorn Baker's filly, uh, Passagiata. I'm not sure I want to be getting in a, a situation where I want to bet against her. Uh, I'd loved her trials leading up uh, to Gosford and I was just waiting and waiting for him to go to the races and I thought she looked a good thing there that day and she won like a good thing and I think she's a very nice filly by, by winning Rupert so I could not oppose the favourite here, Passagiata, but I do respect the great Houdini a lot and I think Narito's got a bit of a chance as well. Let's go to race four, working our way through the races. Have it down for another five minutes here to get your texts in. Uh, 
the midway market, please, Hurls. Race four will be the midway today, a benchmark 72 over the 1,400 metres. Yeah, well, it's wide open. Well, Celadus is the favourite at 3.10. There's been good support here today for Bluff and Bluster, uh, dollars-wise. In terms of uh, the fluctuations here, my computer plays ball, which it's about to... Uh, I can tell you, Exceladus this morning went up 3.10. Now, peaked at 3.90. Wooshka, they went in uh, back to 3.10. Byron, $6, no change. 6 to 6.50, Divine Breath. 6 to 6.50, Baranoff. And, yep, Bluff and Bluster. 7.50 into 6.50 today. Went up $12 when the market opened Wednesday. Reductions there, Dalalay. Uh, 8 by 9 and 3 by 2 La Jolie Filet. So it's been... Really well tried, Bluff and Bluster, although Exceladus retains favouritism. Uh, what, uh, what do you guys think of Exceladus in race four today? I think it's immoral, and Ando says Bluff and Bluster is my play in the midway, Darren. I'm with Ando. Uh, with this wet track, Bluff and Bluster becomes a pretty solid bet in the race now. I actually thought my horse could win there today, Dalalap, but the heavy eight ruled him out. So Nathan will wait for another day with him. But uh, now my little play in the race will be Bluff and Bluster, and that $6.50 might still be a little bit of value. His last one was really good behind Kanazawa. I thought it was really good. And he didn't have much luck at his previous start there at Randwick. But, yeah, he handles these wet tracks really well. In regards to Excelidus... Initially, I was dismissing him after what I thought was a very disappointing midway run on December 10 when he had every chance when he stepped up to a mile and then last time he, he sat wide no cover. Perhaps he's just not a miler and a dropping back in trip to the 1,400 metres, we might see a better run out of him today, Excelidus. But I'll take the chance with Bluff and Bluster. Love the invasion's got to be considered a chance in this as well. Good record of the distance, good record first up. And uh, I think the wet track form's okay. Apparently it had back issues uh, prior to um, when it went poorly at Rose Hill uh, back in July and then they spelled him. So I love the invasion, certainly a runner of interest, but bluff and bluster, yes. Just a quick mm. comment, uh, Darren, back to race one. Gav asks, Gav's on air for the preview now, so it's not that Gav. Hi, guys, oh. not sure if you covered race one. Did we, did we give any th thoughts on Volterra? Uh, did you have Volterra... Anywhere at all in the highway? Uh, should be should be up on the speed, so that's a, a plus for for Volterra. Regan Bayless riding well and drawn the fence. Yeah, should get a good run. Okay. Uh, good morning, Patrick on the Central Coast. Hi, Richie. The Semaphore Bandit is still active in 2023. Is it that hard to delay it in the event the photo finishes? Patrick, I understand your comments, and they'll be passed on to the team at Sky Thoroughbred Central. And we'll want to know uh, what happens and how, uh, you know, get, get results and details through as quickly as possible. But uh, take your point, Patrick. Race eight, a couple of questions here, Hurls, uh, surrounding race number eight. And uh, on the back of this, we might let the listeners know of the multi-horses and the dividend today. But firstly, race eight, a benchmark 78 over the 1,500 metres. Yeah, Estadio Mastella got back into the winner's circle last start and it's a favourite, 230 to 240. Now, Star Sparks, $5 to $5.50. We've got Momac, $8 to $8.50. Inward move here for Bazooka. That is not unusual. God, it's been a while since it's won. In fact, it's only won three out of 35. 
every time it goes around, seems to uh, meet with support regardless of sort of what price it is. Bournemouth wings, eleven dollars, eleven dollars better than me. Not much else to report. This looks very hard to beat. I would have thought today. Estadio Mastella, uh, although Star Sparks, I think, will run very well also. So questions here. Hey, fellas, thoughts on Bazooka Race Eight? For what it's worth, I like Bazooka. I'm tipping him on top. he would be very hard to beat. Guy, uh, Phil from Magic. Hey, Phil, guys, my two bets today in Sydney: uh, Race Eight, number two, Momac, go Blake, and Race uh, Race Ten, number four, much much better. So um, yeah, Darren, I suppose, Phil from Mungie liking Momac and uh, comments on Bazooka. Bazooka's had half his career starts on his home track at Rose Hill and he still hasn't won a race at Rose Hill. So why should today be different? Exactly. <laughs> uh, now, in regards to Momac, I've decided to put this on top today. I think you'll get an uncontested lead. And he's won at Rose Hill uh, in the past. He's only been there twice and he's a winner. And he goes pretty well on the wet tracks. The claim's got to be a big plus as well for Dylan Gibbons. I just want to be on the leader. And I, I can find a lot of reasons to dislike uh, the favourite of Stadio Mastala. He's going to get a fair way back, although it's a much smaller field now than we originally uh, bargained on. But there's still got to be that question mark, how's he going to let down on the wet track? Because he's got such a good action about him. The way he just motored up the inside and gunned down Osbred Flirt last time out, will he show that type of action on a heavy track, giving away a, a substantial start? I, I'm, I'm not sure. So I'm just going to take the chance each way with Momac here. And uh, the horse that Hurls is putting in, our Mouldy, his star Sparks, it seemed to try well enough at Warwick Farm leading up to this. and. And uh, I thought it was a bit of a chance as well. You would think they'll run one, one, two in the run, wouldn't you? Star Sparks, Momac. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Darren, you have to get to Rose Hill Gardens. For our listeners, can you just repeat your, your best on the day? What uh, A horse that might be a bit, a bit of value, and I'm not sure whether you have any quality numbers in front of you, but uh, they would be lovely too. But at least your best in value. Well, I've made the best bet now, uh, Dr. Evil, and I think it's $6.50. That sort of covers it as a best bet and, and value. That's the one I'm uh, happiest about to have a little punt now to price. I think Green Shadows will win race two, and we didn't really touch on the last, but I think Pizarro uh, will win the last now that Super Pursuit's come out and Kalino's come out. Pizarro looks a good thing now, been uh, trialling really well. So pretty keen on uh, best bets. Uh, Quaddy, race seven, numbers three, five, 12 and 13. Uh, Bonnie Ezra, Elias, Global Osbred, Mission Phoenix. Race eight, one, two, three and, uh, and 15. Star Sparks, Momac, Estadio Mastala. And I'm throwing in E Street here. Just forget that uh, first up run, pulled up. Pulled up lame and got a bad squeeze there at a vital stage. In fact, he, he'll be my roughie of the day, E Street. Uh, race 9, 1 Logan Street Lion, 4 Mahagoni, 10 Dr. Evil, and 11 First Light's going to get a soft time up on the speed and just chips in on Pizarro now on the last, number 9. Good on you, Darren. We'll let you get to the races and uh, we will do, but we'll give behind the gates a bit of strength. We'll let you go. We'll reveal the horses and we'll speak next Saturday. Look forward to it. Thanks, guys. Okay. You still there, Darren? Yes, yes. Uh, Kettle Hill yes. last week. Oh, there was a text about Kettle Hill here. Oh, 
Oh, now you're trying to bring the mood down. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to bring it up either, but I was sitting there and I thought, top four for sure was going to be our last leg. Shell from Canberra. Shell from Canberra. Said Mr. Kettle. 240, 260, $3. Oh, no, couldn't happen again, could it? Mm, Photo for fourth. Yeah. Anyways. Just quickly, Thanks for Darren, bringing that up. Just quickly, Darren. Claire from the Gold Coast, if you had yes. the form there, race eight, number eight, tip the spear. I just thought a real yard watch tip the spear, 23 bucks. Uh, didn't like it. Didn't yeah. like its trial. Thank you, mate. Good calling. Okay. okay <laughs> thanks, Darren Flindell. He's off and gone. Now, um, a text here, Hurls. Well, um, it's, this is from our man Snackers, and I think we went through this the other day. It might have been uh, the New Year's Day show. Hey, lads, greetings from Jarvis Bay. Yeah, and uh, where Snackers says, Hurls, you have to black book the Husky pub. It's elite. Hey, Rich, just out of interest, do you guys know what the ROI was for the BTG multi throughout the last year and who was best on ground? Now, I don't have, I don't have, I haven't done the numbers on the uh, ROI, but Rob contacted us and he asked uh, how, you know, the success rate of the Behind the Gates multi, and you live and die on, on the success rate of how we go. Rob had done the calculations, and I think it was something along the lines of the first 10 Behind the Gates multis, we landed six of them, but, mm. just, but just two of the next 11. And my theory there is though, those six, we, we were able to do it sort of five weeks in a row. It was beautiful, and it was during the carnival, now, I just wonder whether, you know, for a lack of a better word, those those carnival horses come along and the form might just be a bit truer. Um, oh, well, I find it easier during carnival time, I think. Yeah, you've but got it's, horses set for races. Did you say two from 11 the last 11 weeks? It's been skinny lately. Oh. It's been skinny, Where's but that's the, the nature of it. We had it's, the bean counters threatening to, uh, to pull it at one stage. Well, we were going a little bit too well, mm. um, but the thing, oh, is, well, but the thing is, as, as as we say, as as I text you, when it when it doesn't get up, when it when it generally looks straightforward, it's usually not. Yeah, I know. I, I can tell you, and I know you're the same. I know Brad's the same. I know Darren is the same. I genuinely now I'm prohibited of of actually backing it. I genuinely am gutted when we get wrong. So I, I want us to win. Um, so let's hope today is the day one. What is that, two from 11? That's shocking. Yeah. Race two, number five, Green Shadows. Race five, number four, Frumos. Race six, number eight, Veronelli. And race eight, number one, Star Sparks. All to run top four, and you'll get a dividend of $4, and it's a maximum bet of $50. It's open. Uh, if you go to racing and today's offers on the uh, website, it's where you'll see it. Sorry, sports and today's offers. And on the tab website, you'll see racing and racing specials. And Wooshka, it is open. But, um, yeah, let's hope we can kickstart and get back on the... Get back on track. Jockey's Challenge today. Nashville Willow, the favourite, 185. Tommy Berry, 358. Dylan Gibbons. Rachel King at $10. 21. Josh Parr, uh, 18. Tyler Schiller. Sam Clippin at 31. And $26. Any other jockey option? Now, we've got a couple of really good specials here today with Tab. 
race one at the Gold at the Gold Coast, place a win bet. If your horse loses, you get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Simple as that. And it doesn't get better than that. And also Rose Hill, Sandown, and Gold Coast run second or third. Get a bonus bet back up to fifty dollars. Now, Rich, you got any days off this week? Uh, well, I'm up to well, as in the week coming. Mm. I'm off to the Gold Coast tomorrow for a horse sale. Oh, okay, very so, good. Um, I ventured out on the harbour because I got a uh, Christmas present for my son and I to go out on one of those jet boats during the week. Oh. Tell you what, how fun that was. Where was, was that? Is that the boat that goes from down in the Opera House? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Absolutely outstanding. So really? If people are in town, try yeah, for something real. White knuckle oh, stuff? Abs- yeah, you know. Not, yeah, no, it wasn't too bad, but, um, yeah, absolutely soaked afterwards. It was fantastic. Um, my son absolutely loved it. He hasn't stopped talking about it. So there you go. You're looking for something to do uh, in the holidays. Get down there. It was fantastic. Okay. And I'm not on their payroll. I'm just uh, <laughs> telling you. Know with our mold, you know, with our mould, you know, I don't want to sort of um, get the violins out, but probably the, t- uh, the, the, the most annoying part is I reckon, you know, when we don't land this mouldy, you know we get three legs. And you just shake yeah, your head and think, and it's like, you may as well have a total wipeout. Yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, hang on, so, someone just. Do we want to? Do we want to lose the first leg or the last leg? Well, that's it. Well, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't yeah, matter. matter. What? Well, someone just texted in there. Why is the behind the gates multi suspended? Uh, give me one second. I'd also love someone to chase up um, what the stats is on the uh, on our Friday cohorts uh, with their uh, with their multi. Uh, it should be open. Let me just uh, triple check this. Uh, unless they've got in a super early because it, it it has gone within five minutes of going up in the past. Yeah, Rich, what I'll do, yeah, it does look like it's gone already. Jeez, that was right. quick today. Yeah, which, very which, quick. Which means for, um, those, for those listening and trying to get on, it means that we're, 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 you know, the tab has reached what they believe is a liability, their a, liability, a liability, and they uh, say, no, uh, you know. Yeah, no, it's back up and open. Yeah, but you're going to have to be quick. I'll, um, I'll tell you what I'll do. I'll flick you a text when I get off air and just let you know when it is closing or has closed. But, yeah, just be quick in any case. Okay, very good. Uh, good on you, Hells. When are you back in the oh, studio mate. here? Um, oh, not for a, I'm still on holidays till the 25th. How much annual leave have you accrued? Lost me. It's extra. Days in lieu. You're entitled to it. You're entitled to I'm it. I'm doing tonight. Yeah, it's all legit. I'll tell you what, I caught some criticisms there, Ingram. Uh, Russell from Penrith said, morning, boys, multi-open. I just had a bet. Good on you, Russell. Good luck to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's definitely open. Hang yeah, on. The behind, probably got about the, the, five minutes. The behind-the-gates bet horses don't match what was said on air, someone's saying. Check, oh, your, check your numbers yeah, as we read them what, out. That's not the no, look, we have the time. We, we, we might go through this again, Hurls, if we can, and, and just make sure this is all correct, that we've read out the, you know, the, the correct uh, horses there. We have... Yeah, we have got, um, well, there was a change here, and with sincere apologies. Yep, yeah, we're swapping Veronelli for Dr. Evil. Yeah. So That was the um, email I received from Tim there at about 9.30. Green Shadows, yeah, Frumos, Star Sparks, and Dr. Evil is there. The best of the, Darren's best on the program goes in, so. It does, so with sincere apologies there. Uh, Dr. Evil's well in commission in that uh, in that race as well. So, yeah, it, as you said, it's uh, Veronelli comes out and we've got Dr. Evil in there. So, Green Shadows, Frumos, Star Sparks and Dr. Evil. All the run top four. 
Good on you, mate. We'll talk next Saturday, hopefully. All right, mate. Well. Have a good week. Andrew Hurley, big thanks to Andrew, Darren Flindell will be halfway to Rosehill Gardens by now, big thanks to Darren and thanks to all those who um, fired a text in and uh, certainly contributed to Behind the Gates today, yeah apologies uh, there, we have the correct horses, they're, they're up there, it's alright to go, I think $4 uh, max bet 50 is uh, pretty reasonable there, thanks to Tim Dent and uh, Benny and the crew there at the tab for opening that up Five minutes to ten, this is Racing HQ Saturday. Just looking to see if there's any um, any uh, details coming through as, as far as uh, change of tactics. Nothing through uh, just as yet. But you know, we, as we start to get through uh, into 11 o'clock, any changes of tactics that come through, uh, we'll certainly let you know about. We'll take a break and uh, we're not too far away from Paul Ambrosoli. We'll get to Paul on time this morning for his debordly quiz. So if you want to win some wine... I know your trainers all around Sydney loving having a crack at the wine and a few of you a few of you I know calling to try and win the wine. You get your chance shortly at breaking back with more. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota forklift. Tab has racing offers on tap. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with Tab. For racing on tap, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Mum, what day is it? Boxing Day. Again? Yes. But Mum... Lionel, the Bimby Boxing Day sale is so big, it's still going. I know. There's more top brands, more latest models, more great deals store-wide, from kitchen and laundry to TVs and tech, health and fitness. Exactly. But how long can it be Boxing Day, Mum? As long as I say so. Okay. The Bingley Boxing Day sell. Great deals that keep on going until they don't. Bing Lee, better living every day. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here and with it the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. The Wave Race Day is the perfect entree for the famous Magic Millions Race Day. With more than $1 million in prize money on offer, as the final spots in a number of next week's feature races go on the line. It feels like summer again and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help. 1-800-858-858. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. You know the feeling when your mate's golf ball flies past yours? Or when you're on the green in regulation, but he holds it from the bunker? At Drummond Golf, we get it. 
That's why we have our lowest price guarantee. As Australia's biggest, you can count on our massive buying power for the lowest prices in golf. But if you do happen to find a lower advertised price, we'll beat it. The Drummond Golf lowest price guarantee. Unbeatable. Conditions apply. You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, we just uh, cleared that uh, behind the gates situation up with the correct horses and we're right to go now. If you're having a play there, good luck to you. Uh, your chance to win some wine on a Saturday morning at 1 to 11. We've come to him almost bang on time for a change and that's Paul Ambrosoli. G'day, Paul. You'll be known as Mr. Radio if you keep this up. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, a, a few of them had that title over the time, don't they, Paul, around the place? Mr. Radio? Mr. Radio? I don't know, but they, none of them got Mr. TV. No. <laughs> so you, you, you're, you're getting I'm, back near, it's, it's 11 o'clock now, so you're nearly into the, you're nearly into the radio scene. Now I, listen. I missed I miss to split my time between both. Rao, you're on, you're on time. Thanks to our, to, to our director, you're on time. And we need to get somebody to win a twin pack of Windy Peak wine. Okay, that's the uh, that's the ticket to see if we can get the, the 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 winner of the Windy Peak. I could have made this very cryptic this morning, but uh, I, I think I've given you enough uh, enough clues to to get this. Even I think you'll even get this one, mate. Mm. Uh, okay, so here we go for a twin pack of Windy Peak wine. And the phone number is thirteen fifty three fifty three thirteen fifty three fifty three. Uh, you've got to wait till I finish giving you the clues before you jump in. Okay, here we go. I was the hero in a fifties movie named after me. I was made a knight of the round table in this movie. I was also an extremely popular Chrysler car in Australia in the sixties. This car was popularised by what I consider to be the very best car advertising campaign ever invented. I do not know how the bloke ever invented it, but he came up with the best advertising car campaign that I have ever seen. As a matter of fact, I drove this one of these cars, I had one of these cars, and I still maintain the best cars on the road. Right? So, I was a hero... In the 50s movie named after me, I'm racing today at Rose Hill. What's my name? Get on the phone now. What's my name? Okay. I'm racing today. I was a hero in the 50s movie named after me. I was a knight of the round table. I was made a knight of the round table in this movie. I've got to tell you this, Richard. You know what I think of Simon Harrison. I think he's a genius. You give, him, give him a question about racing in 1850 or something, he'll give you the answer and everything else. But this was a classic this morning. I said, who do you think it is? He said, oh, Robin Hood. <laughs> Robin Hood. <laughs> I said, it was a night of... Oh, he said, no, he was in Sherwood Forest, wasn't he? Jeez, <laughs> Robin Hood. Oh, leave me alone. Did you ever drive a car called the Robin Hood? Uh, no, he said, I didn't. I said, yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, there's the question. Did, did you have a stab at this as we were tearing along? No, I, I didn't. I, I, I haven't okay, had well, a stab. Okay, well, that's all right. That's okay. We might, you know, I don't know whether we'll get this straight away. We, ha- we, do, have a, we do have a winner. We have someone who has answered correctly there. Do we? Right. What's the person's first name? John from Kerry Bay. John from Kerry Bay, which oh is God up Father. towards um, yeah the, the the central coast, is it not? 
Yeah. You know, Garth. Yeah, up near Toronto. Well, we, we, we haven't had John win, win a prize since Adam was a boy. And none of his friends from that area, I think, who, who, who occasionally ring in, have, 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 won, have won either. So good on you, John from Gary Bay, around the corner from just up the street. Yeah, good on you. So there's a half a dozen, uh, there's a half a dozen wines in the Windy Peak Range, right? There are three whites, three reds. In the reds, I just love the Shiraz. I do not know how they make a Shiraz for the price they make it. But it tastes like it does. See, we're not talking about big wines. We're talking about easily drinkable wines. Just sit down at lunchtime and pour a glass and enjoy it with your best friend uh, or your best enemy, whatever. Uh, you just sit down and enjoy it. If you're having a lunch today and you just want something simple to serve with a lunch in the way of alcohol, try the Windy Peak Range. It's by De Bortley, and any wine you see that carries the label De Bortley, you know is good. The answer to the question was very simple. Valiant. Valiant was the answer. There was Prince Valiant. The movie Prince Valiant was made in 1954 with James Mason. I think it was uh, in that movie. And then, of course, uh, the, do, do, you remember the, do you remember the commercial uh, that was surrounded the Valiant? Not really. What, I mean, yeah. Well, that's why you don't. Well, have, when you get time, honestly, I'm, I'm pretty sure you'll find it. I think it's on the, you know, when you, you know, I'm not a computer literate person, you know, but you'll find it. Yeah, it's, it was, the, the car was the Valiant Charger. Mm. And the bloke came up with the idea of putting two fingers up similar to Winston Churchill's V for victory. And so that was the Valiant. And then the charge and the person would say, hey, Charger. And two cars would go past together. They'd both stick their fingers out the thing and say, hey, Charger to each other. <laughs> Mad commercial, but was the best commercial of all time. Everybody knew the commercial. Everybody knows the commercial to this day who's of my vintage. They still know the commercial. And it's old cars, which is the most important thing. I just don't know how the bike came up with it, but suppose V for Valent and Charger, hey, Chargers. But that was the commercial many years ago, and it was the most successful car commercial, I reckon, of all time. Okay, that Good does me Paul. this morning. The person, John, John has won, won the prize. Everybody's enjoyed themselves listening to the form and found the winners. So next week, all things being equal, Mr Radio will be along at about 11 o'clock. Mr. TV will be along about 11.15. Well, I, uh, Darren having to duck off to the races at a quarter to 11 to call them probably ended that segment a little early, but that's okay. Yeah, that's fine. Okay. We, we, covered, we covered a bit of ground there and uh, yeah, we got, we got to see you at the right time. All we want to do is make sure people win the, win the celebratory wine, okay? That's all we want. That's all we want. And today is John from Kerry Bay. He's our, he's oh. our winner. I'll catch you on the roundabout next week, uh, Richie. Okay, good morning to you and good morning, everybody. Thank you, Paul. The sun is shining, the waves are crashing, and hooves are thundering in the southeast. It feels like summer is here, and with it, the Queensland Summer Racing Carnival. Strap in for nine magical weeks of feature racing with more than $22 million in prize money on offer in the Sunshine State. The Wave Race Day is the perfect entree for the famous Magic Millions Race Day with more than $1 million in prize money on offer as the final spots in a number of next week's feature 
feature races go on the line. It feels like summer again and Queensland is racing. For all the details, visit queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Of course, gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Great program at the Gold Coast today. These two-year-old races to get into the big race next week. The Wave, the Tab Wave, and a maiden to start the day worth a lazy $250,000. Let's talk all things Adelaide today. They're racing at Gawler. Nine races. Again, we heard from our track manager a little early. Another warm day at the races in Adelaide. A good four they put up. Nine races to get through. Pete Ellis is on the line. G'day, Pete. Hello, Richard. How are you? Very well. Yes, yeah, steamy conditions for the horses, but fields have held up pretty well here. What do you make of the meeting? Yeah, no, no, it's a good solid Saturday meeting. It's uh, just keep an eye on how the track races are. Rail and the conditions are very similar to a few weeks ago when eight of the nine winners sort of settled top four, but just, uh, just keep an eye on that. But, yeah, I didn't mind the meeting at all, so hopefully we can find a few winners. Let's get stuck in. The first race on the day, a Class 1 over the 1,500 metres, where number two, Paramedic, is a $2.40 fixed favourite here. Number four, Nabbed, second up at three thirty. Then we get out to Seafaring at $8.50, Flyway at $9.50. But the market seems to have Paramedic and Nabbed a little way in front of the others here. Yeah, it's tricky racing. What's, what's the favourites? Um, three runs in SA for a couple of placings and a and a fourth. Odds on the other day, it's Strath battled on when second over the 1,200. So maybe there to the 1,500s uh, what he's looking for. I've got Nab the uh, and he was okay first up there at Tarang. There were 1,200. He's also stepping up in uh, in trip. Seafaring was impressive winning his maiden there at the bridge over the 1,400. And then battle on at Morville last start went fourth over the mile. And uh, what's it, um, Biaria, uh, stepping, another one stepping up in trip. But it was it one is made, and it's only a small field. Well, one easy enough there at Morverville. So, uh, tough race to start, even though it's a small field, 2471. On to race two, a bench, uh, a mare's benchmark, 68 over the 1,200 metres. Wonder Woman, number one. She's going for back to back wins, and she's a $2.20 favourite. Stars and Gari, tab number four. Is at three dollars. Kenyan Wonder second up here at six dollars, and Miss Langtree is a seven dollar fifty chance for race two, Pete. Yeah, Miss Stars on Gary. She's always had real good ability, and she's right at the top of a game. Two wins, two seconds of pass four. Significantly, those two wins were at uh, at Gawler over the twelve hundred. Wonder Woman's had two runs in SA. They've both been good, unlucky. Uh, its first run there at Morfordville, and they went to the same course last start. Started odds on. And always had the race uh, under control. Kenya Wonder, I think it's 21 runs since uh, last week, but she's very good on a day. She was okay first up. She's better than benchmark 65 class. And uh, Ms. Langtree, fitter for three runs. Right? Did run second of Stars on Gary and makes a little bit better at the weight. So... I was 4153. Race three will be a benchmark 82 over the 1200 metres, where number seven, Picargo, is a dollar 85 and a dominant favourite here. Number three, extra time at uh, 5.50. Number one, one more Jack, a six dollar chance, six deep speed, 6.50. Terbium and then Bold Star, but Picargo, all the rage here, Pete, for race three. Yeah, it's a kind of decent race. So I'm surprised as sure as it is, it just kept uh, tightening up. I'm with him, obviously. He's in career best form. Was an easy win over the course and distance uh, last start in a uh, in a 76. So got a similar weight here on box seat. Turbin's very capable. Just peaked on his run first up behind uh, for cargo. Drops three kilos and does like Gawler. One more Jack's backing form and second in the Christmas handicap. 
then Len threw out there with a 58 last start. Next retirement was second to him. Uh, he's knocking on the door, but hasn't won since, I think, September 2021. So that's a bit of a negative with him. And with the 57413. We go on to the fourth race on the day out of Gawler and a three year old benchmark 64 at the 1200 metres. Number five, Zabella, $3.40. And the favourite here was a good first up winner the other day, Zabella. Number one, Test the Law is at $5. Number two, Deep Point resumes here and is $5. Midnight Rush, $6.50. And uh, So Ames, $8.50. But Zabella, a $3.40 favourite at the moment for race four. Yeah, she was my best for the day. She had two runs in the winter. was placed on each occasion on soft tracks, so it went too bad. And then first up, first time on a dry track there, just led throughout. One easily, one is made. I think uh, she can step up to this and in better races. Tesla Law, Ted disappointing the other day. The pattern was against it. Previous runs were good and is dropping back in grade. Deep points, first up. Did uh, win off a break there at the bridge, uh, back in May, and then a couple of runs in Victoria. And they're shining so ridden quite the other day in Storm Home there at Strathcombe, second week, sold and Queen ridden the same way, expected to get in the first four, five, one, two and six. Race five on the day will be a benchmark 60 over the 1,700 metres. Bunjil, tab number nine for the McAvoys, $2.70 and the favourite. Number four, Max Fire is second up today, is at $3.70 on the second line of betting. Number three, Get Out The Way is five fifty, and then number one, Eagles Forever, a $7 chance. But uh, race five, number nine, Bunjil, a $2.70 favourite at the moment. Yeah, Maxwell Fire looks back on track. He did run third in the Hill Smiths uh, a couple of years or 18 months ago and then run fourth in the Morfinville Guineas. Still had a stint in Darwin, but first up there at uh, the set out the back, Luke home strongly, went third over the third and 50. So the longer trip certainly suits. I'm happy to go with him. Favourites, the danger. It's only had a few runs. Uh, uh, just missed its stall. The horse that beat us from room one yesterday. And then went to wherever he started threes on. Staggered in, so... Uh, that concerns me a little bit. Get out of the way. The girl is a specialist. So I'll turn there off a short break. Drops a bit in weight. And Spy Colonel's consistent. He's an on-pacer. He gets the gun run. So the track favours those type of horses. It's to his advantage. 4, 9, 3 and 12. Race six, first leg of the quaddy at Gawler is a benchmark 64 over the 2,100 metres. Disagreeable miss. She's been all around the money without winning lately and she's a $2.40 favourite here. Number three, Wheels is at $5. Number seven, Lord Wonder, a $6 chance. And Aussie Sojourn is at $6. Is today the day for disagreeable miss, Pete? It, uh, it could be. She's won uh, two, two or three wins have been at Gawler, so that's the plus. So just on an each-way basis, um, I just worried a little bit about a gate. So, each-way basis, I'm with Lord Wonder. He's had no luck this prep. and just run into a traffic jam there at Gaul and went third. Probably should have won that. And then went to Morkville last night. was wide in a slowly run race. So, um, he's bred to get the extra trip, so that should be a plus. I'm happy to go each-way. Disagreeable. Missed first time at the 2100. It was over 18 last time. was strong at the line behind uh, M.O. or more. Um, Koshaka at odds, fit off a couple of runs from a break, was jumping 16-2000 last time and battled on well. Did run two in the Turing Cup, so it's good enough for a race like this. And Aussie Sojourn was a big run two starts ago at Morthville, ridden quiet and much too far forward the other day when uh, went favourite, so I'm happy to overlook that. We're um, 7-1, 4-8.
on to race seven at Gawler. Pete Ellis breaking down the Gawler program for us. The benchmark 68 over the 1,200 metres. Number three, Secret War. $3.50 favourite. Just in front of number five, Danish Fortune, 360. Then we have number four, Lope de Wolf, a $5 chance. King Sun at $8. And Trigiv, a $9.50 chance. But not a whole lot in the betting here between numbers three and five here, Pete, for race seven. Yeah, they're two of the key chances. I'm with Danish Poison. It's the second local prep and didn't get out till too late there the other day. Morfield flew home when went second over the 1100. 1200 suits. Uh, he box seats and it'll be a truly run race. So that's a plus. Lope to Wolves. Uh, found form at the Provincials winning a last two at Balaclava over the 12 and the 1300. Secret War just worked really hard his past three. Prior to that, did run second to the well-regarded, extremely lucky. So, drops in grade here, barrier one. And Mr. Marathon Man and double figure odds, he's uh, getting on in years. He's rising 10, but he's been thereabouts in these sort of races of late. Uh, Five, four, three, and two. Race eight, benchmark 72, 1500 metres. Number eight, Metro Legend. $2.70 favourite here and a pretty clear cut favourite. Number 12, Star Espresso is at $7.54. Air of Tavistock, $8. So is Annika. So is Obi. But Metro Legend has a bit of a stranglehold here on race eight, Pete. Yeah, short enough. I'm with him. Um, he's been placed five or six just for a little bit of weight relief and a good gate, so <laughs> there shouldn't be any excuses. Star Expresso is a backmarker. I think the 1500 suits, especially as there'll be there's plenty of speed in the race. There'll be two tracks, um, bit of known in sprints, but just going to run down in late behind La Crema. That was last uh, Saturday. La Crema certainly progressive. And splash some cash. Got uh, good form in country cups, and that's another one of the on paces. A place chance, but I was eight, twelve, five, and one. And ninth and last, we go to a benchmark 60, 1100 metres, number six, Huntley Lady, a $2.70 favourite, number 10, Miss Maduki at 460. Uh, Syncretism is there at 550, and then Zootons, an $8.50 chance for race nine, Pete. Yeah, I'm with Huntley Lady. She's uh, always showing good ability. Five year old, isn't that? But when he starts seven uh, runs, but was impressive winning first up at Balaclava, so I think she'll go on from there. Syncretism, uh, a maiden winner at uh, at Bendigo back in November. Just our class there at the Valley behind sparring. Uh, we jumped straight to the front there for Craig Williams, went fifth. Um, Jaseeb went home well first up. Uh, the race sets up for him. He'll be out the back and charging home. And Miss Paduki is very honest. Chased hard there behind our Heidi. Uh, uh, this most recent start there over the 1100. So I was six, nine, three, and ten. Uh, back to race four, Zabella for the best, Pete. Yeah, I thought that was the best, uh, Richard. Yeah, so I thought race four, number five, Zabella. If you're looking for an all-up, I'd go into race two, number four, Stars and Gary, the fours. Good man. Thanks for joining oh, us. Oh, sorry. Race four, number five. Race four, two, number four. Yes. Well played. Thank you, Pete. We'll do it again next Saturday. Thanks, Richard. All the best. Peter Ellis with his thoughts on Adelaide. Uh, 17 minutes past 11, 17 uh, past 10 in Queensland. We'll take a break here on Racing HQ Saturday. On the other side, if you miss David Payne this morning, it's always good for a chat, David. We might uh, replay his interview from this morning. Also gives us a bit of an update on how Montefilia is going. So a break. Then uh, if you missed this morning earlier, a bit after 7 o'clock, you'll hear David Payne's take on his runners at Rosehill Gardens today. Tab has racing offers on tab. <laughs> 
on Race 1 at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's on website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1800 858 858. Inglis is the only Australian auction house where you could have bought the winners of the Australian Grand Slam, the Golden Slipper, Caulfield Cup, Cox Plate and Melbourne Cup in the past decade. Seize your moment. Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary does more than help organise our lives. It's packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports research into the treatment, prevention and cure of breast cancer. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths, participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au. The Australian Women's Health Diary, the diary that saves lives. Buy one for yourself and the special women in your life. This is Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Look, we talk about yearling sales. The man we're about to speak to, he'll be on the Gold Coast next week. He won't be paying six, $700,000 for a yearling. He'll find one for $50,000 and buy it and go and win some good races. He does it year after year. David Payne. Good morning, David. Yeah, but the reason I haven't got the money. <laughs> oh, 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 please. Oh, please. You just, uh, you do it year after year, David. I'm sick of watching you go to the sales and you, you'll buy something for $50,000. It's gone through the cracks. No one's seen the horse go through. You find the mm. horse and... Uh, it's and called you luck. Go- <laughs> it's called what? <laughs> luck. No, no. It, there might be a dash of luck, but there's also a fair dash of good judgment about it. Mm. Um, David, uh, Vale Sir Patrick Hogan, um, I dare yeah. say he's a man that you would have had a bit to do with over the time. Oh, yeah. You know, early 80s, used to go over there. He used to welcome us. We used to have lunch with him. He started me off. He gave me a grey horse by Zabil when I first got here. He just kept me going. It wasn't much good, but I mean, it was the thought, and you know, just just to help us get get going in, in Sydney. So, no, a lovely man, really a, a real great man. Yeah, good morning, David. I think many people morning, have Ray. very um, they have very similar stories to yours, Reese Sir Patrick. Just back to the yearling sales, um, David, and, and Richard's right. You don't tend to look at the top end of the market, but you have extraordinary success with value yearlings that you purchase. What, what do you look for in a yearling? Oh, um, yeah, because obviously yeah, you're, you know, not, you're not buying breeding, yeah. are you? Yeah. No, no. Well, I can't afford to. To be honest, we haven't got the clients. But what I do <laughs> is I'll buy. Uh, Type. What I think is an athlete, and I've been doing it for years and years, and it's, it's, it's always worked for me. You know, exactly, and yeah. I mean, we, we, we bought Little Raging Bull out the paddock for $6,000. Mm. Yeah, yeah, he's done, it, done great things, and he, he's yeah. set to resume um, today, today, David. Yeah. You're out at Rose Hill. Any rain at the moment, David? Yeah, it's been raining on and off. Uh, mm. It's a heavy eight, but I must say the course looks in good, good condition. Ah, fantastic. Well, Raging Bull did win first up last prep, albeit at 1,800 metres. He's first up today at 1,400 in race six. What, what are you expecting from him this afternoon, Dave? Uh, no, we, we expect a forward run. You know, he's, he's got a little bit of class around him, mm. so usually that carries him a little. Uh, and, you know, starting off on a 14 on a heavy track, that, that might suit him. It, exactly, you know, make it yeah. a bit more, more difficult for the others. 
hopefully there's a bit of speed there, and there should be with horses like Fernelli in that race. So yeah, Raging yeah, Bull sure. yeah, should yeah, be hitting sure. the line. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. And Dave, you start the day in race two with Timpanist. He can be a bit in and out, but he's the sort of horse who can. He's won on all um, track surfaces from a good three to a heavy ten. What Timpanist will we see this afternoon, Dave? Look, I think that it'll suit him. That's a good track, you know. He's got a bit of give in it, so I think he he might uh, step up today because he's well Fair in enough. himself. You know, he's, mm. he's really well. Yeah, yep. If he puts his mind in the job, he'll be hard to beat. Um, Dave, I'm really interested in your thoughts on Bazooka. I give this horse a terrific chance at good each-way odds in race eight. I thought there was a lot of merit in his run first up at Randwick last week. He didn't get much clear galloping room until the race was over, but he stretched out really nicely in the last 100 metres. You're happy to back him up today? Yeah, yep. well, I backed him up. You know, he's doing so well in himself. And yeah. I looked at the field and I thought, you know, claiming three kilos on and 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 the wet game's going to suit him, you know. He he loves the mud, so yeah. you know, expect a good forward run from him as well. Yeah, little Elm Hennessy to ride takes three kilos off, and yeah. he'll handle these conditions, Bazooka. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Yeah, yeah. it doesn't phase him at all. Fair enough. Well, he should run a good race at each way odds. And then your final runner today is a horse who's been great for your all season. He's won twice. I don't think he's hardly missed a check during um, his campaign this season. That's Mahagoni lining up in race nine. Awkward barrier, um, but he's he's very fit and and, he, and he's maintained his form right through, Dave. Yeah, no, look, he's well. I think he's my, my best chance. Uh, he's going to need a bit of luck. But look, he is a bit of a back marker, so, you know, if he, if he can be three wide with cover, it, I, I, I don't think it'll worry him. And he, and he has got a bit of class about him. Exactly. Well, for our Sky Thoroughbred Central viewers there, probably watching a replay as we speak of uh, Mahagoni running second to JJ was a man. That was Christmas Eve, and JJ yeah. came out last week, Frank, the form to win again. So uh, that must give you a bit of confidence going yeah, into yeah. today's race. Yeah, no, no, for sure, right? Uh, like I say, we just need some luck. You know, Sorry, he's, yeah. uh, just so we can just get a trail and, and uh, you know, the, the, be hard to beat. Yeah. Silly, and just, yeah. Dave, yeah, before you go, Dave, a quick update on Montefilia, one of those horses you didn't spend a, a, a lot of money for, but she has been a star for you, winning Group 1 races over three seasons. How is she coming up for order? Oh, no, she, she's come back good. Have very happy with her. You know, she's such a laid-back filly. You don't even know she's in the yard. She just does everything mm. you want her to do. She eats her food. When you want her to work, she works. She's, she's a real pleasure. So I expect a nice uh, trip from her again. First up in maybe a Chipping Norton, something like yep. that, Dave? So, yeah, yep. the, yeah, yeah, the usual. It'll be a 1600 first up. And then yeah. we'll, we'll step up after that. Terrific. Mm. So much to look forward to in the autumn, Dave, but hopefully your four runners will run well today. Thanks for joining us this morning. Pleasure. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Good on you, uh, David. All, all the bottom best with you. Hey trainers, is your horse a fussy eater, can't keep weight on, has loose manure, anxious behaviour or is prone to tying up? Racing and intense exercise is stressful to the gut, which can affect performance. Poseidon Animal Health has the answers with their new racing specific supplement, Digestive RP. Targeting the entire digestive system, Digestive RP will power performance from within. Visit PoseidonThoroughbred.com to learn how to best fuel your horse's engine. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Tab has racing offers on tab. On race one at the
the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www www.patriotbloodstock.com.au Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. You're listening to Racing HQ with Richard Haynes on Sky Sports Radio. Welcome back to the show. Simon Harrison, uh, close to taking over to guide you into the first part of race day and, and that kind of thing. So Simon Harrison, not too far away. Uh, good morning, Richard. Just letting you know my brother owns one of the first Valiant Chargers in Sydney. Thank you for the text there. That was, of course, to do with our uh, De Bordley Wines quiz. Valiant, uh, the correct answer. Big thanks, as always, to all of our guests who joined us this morning. To listeners, thank you for listening. Hopefully you've um, been swayed either way and you, you find a stack of winners on what's a great day of racing. Rose Hill Gardens, under the rain of baits there at Rose Hill Gardens. Uh, just looking at uh, a bit of a uh, change of tactics coming through. Race one, number 10, Hardy, to be ridden with cover. Now, race seven, number nine, She's the Gift, to be ridden further forward. Race six, number nine, Lovely Esteem, if begins well, option to be ridden further forward. And race nine, 17, Naval Seal, to be ridden further forward. And, uh, yeah, race uh, race six there, Silent Agenda, will be ridden uh, on speed with cover from the good draw. So just a few uh, uh, changes of tactics coming through there. Uh, We'll do the show next week from the Gold Coast. Uh, looking forward to getting up there next week for the horse sale, the Magic Millions Gold Coast Yielding Sale. As I say, good morning. Let's hear from Matthew Smith. Matthew, with some nice chances around the place today. Uh, enjoy your day of racing. Have a great weekend. Matthew Smith and Simon Harrison for race day. Uh, good morning at the track. Just uh, ticking things over and getting ready for the races this, this afternoon. Yeah, good morning, Matt, and got some really interesting runners today. Are you happy to run Festival Dancer fourth up on what will be a heavy track at Rose Hill? Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, mm-hmm. She's had a good um, foundation now of, of racing under her belt, and she's definitely ready for the the 1500 won't be an issue. And, um, look, she's handled soft tracks before, so uh, I think fourth up today she should be okay. Encouraging signs last start, um, Matt. Dylan Gibbons came back on her for the first time in 12 months and um, rode her with intent, put her into the contest, and you must have liked the fight that she showed. Yeah, I was really pleased with the last 100 metres there, and um, she was under pressure for sure. Um, and yeah, it was good to see us you know, bounce back to her best form. And She's been working well at home, but sometimes you know, I think the, the, these Mayors can take a couple of runs to get fit and just took her a couple of runs to really get to a top. But now she's got to a top, she generally holds it. So we'll find out a little bit more today. Probably, I suppose you'd have to put a little question mark over the track for sure. But um, look, I can't fault her in terms of her works. Excellent. She looks great. 
Yeah. Do you necessarily have to lead today, Matt, or we look to take a sit, maybe given that she has got top weight, albeit um, less Dylan's 2kg claim? Look, she was, I think she'll roll forward um, and um, try and control the race. So she's just one of those horses that likes to get in, into a rhythm. She's got a big action on her and, I, you know, holding her up just doesn't suit her, I don't think. She just likes to get the revs up, get the heart rate up and, and then sort of bowl along at a nice gallop. So she's got to carry the weight, that's for sure. Um, a few scratchings today, you know, a little bit of a smaller field might take a bit of pressure out of the race too. Yeah, no, fair enough. She looks hard to beat in race five. Uh, Matt, you've had a lot of success over the years with imported horses, and uh, this horse first in line, who are you running, you're running in the, the January Cup? I know he's an outsider, and he hasn't really shown a lot in his six starts here in Australia for you. He's in his second prep, but were there signs there the other day this horse is starting to turn the corner and that JoJo was a man race? Definitely, yeah, no, definitely. He's mm. taken a bit of... Um uh, acclimatisation for sure, he just keeps going shin sore and we, we see this okay. with a lot of these imported horses um, they're just not used to the, the firm conditions out here and they get bone pain and that's what he suffered with but um, this preparation both his runs have been um, you know, sort of back on track I'd say for sure even last start he was sort of coming back again the last 100 metres um, up in trip today I, I sort of feel like he'll take one run at the 2000 to, to be to be at his best um, so uh, but but he is showing signs that he's starting to find some mm. form so well, I think when we get him up over a little bit further even he'll be better suited um, but yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm happy Sorry, I was going to say is a race like the Australia Day Cup at back into this month over 2400 is that what you hope to get first in line to? Yeah I think once he gets that 2400 metres I, mm. I, I think that'll suit him better and he's also been um the horse that's wanted to get up on the bridle a bit too much and want to over race a little bit, and he seems to be a bit more settled this time in too. So um, he'll have to do things right when he gets into those staying races. But you know, I think he's going in the right direction for sure. Fair enough. One of your horses that is going in the right direction is the mare Credit Crunch, and she comes off a, a terrific win at Ramakley over twenty four hundred on Christmas Eve. But there's just no races for her at that trip at the moment. So you found one at Sandown for her today. Yeah, no, yeah, she's she's going super actually. Um, mm. Yeah, we're, we're heading to Melbourne with her. Um, look, drawn, probably. I really like to go. To, I'd really like to travel when everything lines up. And unfortunately, we've got a bad gate today. But look, she's going really well, and it's the right race for her. Um, and yeah, we weren't able to find anything suitable closer to home, so um, we'll give it a shot. But um, the gate's going to be um, going to contribute a bit today, so we're going to be back a bit in the field. Hopefully, hopefully they go a good gallop. That'll help us. You've got Jamie Carter, ride, which is a big plus. And you've also got a runner um, in the opener at the Gold Coast Day. Dolly Bird, you scratched her from a race yesterday. And, look, she's had the four starts. She's run second three times. She's in a maiden today. But she comes off that second at Gosford last start behind the, the boom filly past the So, And she's drawn ideally at the Gold Coast, man. Yeah, no, she's um, come back in super shape, Dolly Bird. Um, probably last start, she... Um, Dylan thought she might have been better over a little bit further. We probably went the wrong way there, back to the 1,000 again. So mm -hmm. hoping today um, from a good draw up to 1,200 metres should be ideal. Um, and we just thought we should have a shot. It's good prize money. She was purchased at the Magic Millions and she's a nice filly. So we'll definitely um, got Kyle on there today. She'll give a good sight for sure. She's going really well.
Exactly, and you've got a number of runners at Wyong as well today. That tracks a soft seven, as uh, Richard revealed earlier. Is there one standout amongst your five runners there? Well, I thought actually Flambeur today could be his day. He's um, okay. He's been working back to form, and I thought his last run in town was excellent. Like he sort of showed some some intent there, and he wanted to be there, and he, he tried all the way. So he's been a tricky little customer, I think he. He's pretty smart horse, but um, intelligent, I mean. <laughs> he finds a way to get out of things. But, uh, look, today I, I really can't fault him. I think if he can find um, a, a forward position, um, get get up in the first couple there today at Wyong, it would be hard to hold out for sure. Terrific. Yeah, Rich, Matt's had a lot of success with his imports. Flambeur, American bred, former French listed winner. Might, might find he a winnable race there at Wyong, Rich. Yeah, the rising eight-year-old, Matt. What do you just mm. chat to him every morning and uh, say, come on, mate. Geez, he, Surely you're enjoying in this part of the world now. <laughs> he drove us all nuts, I tell you. Adults. But uh, I'm hoping finally he's uh, going to get one on the board today with a bit of luck. Yeah. Okay. Good on you, Matt. Good to chat. Always appreciate it on, on race morning. And good luck with your runners around the place today. Thanks very much. Good luck to all the punters out there. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed-price training fees. Our horses are country-trained, and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke, and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 3369. The very best of U.S. racing seven days a week. Live and exclusive across the Sky Racing Network. Good morning, uh, Simon Harrison with you at 25 minutes to midday here on Sky Sports Radio. We're still some while away from uh, getting into our information for the day's racing. In 15 minutes, Josh Fleming will join me from the Gold Coast. He'll find us some winners on the Tab Wave program. Brett Davis is still to provide best bets for South Australian racing, which is at Gawler today. We'll have Brett on around five minutes to 12. And then on the other side of 12 o'clock at 10 past, Nicole Thomas for the Rose Hill Tab Movers. The first at Rose Hill at 20 past. And following the first race, Rose Hill, Nicole will stick around for the Tab Movers for Sandown and also the Gold Coast. So all of that coming up in the next 60 minutes or so. But in the meantime, we might as well take in another interview from Racing HQ Saturday. Richard Haynes caught up with uh, trainer Bjorn Baker. A little earlier today. Joining us again, I dare say, a man is getting around a few yearlings and a very exciting time for his stable because he'll have a runner and a good chance in the Magic Millions two-year-old classic next Saturday, and that's Bjorn Baker. Bjorn, good morning. Morning, uh, morning, guys. How's it going? Going very well, going very well. Different uh, contrasting tracks around the place. Good four on the Gold Coast today, and we're dealing with a heavy eight at Rose Hill, in case you haven't heard the news. Yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> Strange weather at the moment, um, and it's beautiful weather up here on the Gold Coast, so I got out of Sydney at the right time. Hey, good morning, Bjorn. Just on the Gold Coast and next week, infatuation, I think she arrived up on the Gold Coast yesterday morning. How did she travel? Yeah, she travelled really well. I'm actually thrilled with her. So I, I had a good look at her yesterday afternoon, and, and she's in great order. Um, and she came up with two stable mates, two other two-year-old fillies have both got a run in the new race the day 
the debut. Um, <laughs> so all three horses travelled up pretty well, and hopefully we can get one or two more up next week. We just said from Mark Unum before, he's very keen on his horse in the debut, Bjorn. Uh, we're all keen <laughs> on the debut. Of course, we've got a lot of yearlings to hopefully buy and sell before that. So I think uh, everyone will be... Uh, no, it's just good to have a run at a uh, million-dollar race and, and a new race on the card. So um, it's a bit of luck just getting into the race. The, the from dr- that point of view, we're very happy. The dream's alive when they run race, Bjorn. Correct them on, mate. They're all good horses until they race. <laughs> Yeah, we're talking about Desperately and Steffi Magneta, Magnetica sorry, for next week's Magic Millions debut. Um, obviously, with a heavy track, you've taken a few of your runners out today, Bjorn, but you're happy to run this boom filly, Passagiata, who just destroyed her rivals on debut at Gosford and ran up to those brilliant barrier trials that she'd been putting in prior to her debut. Yeah, and it was, it was good to see her do that because she had tried very well and she's shown a lot at home. Uh, the wet track is a concern, there's no doubt about that. Not quite sure how she'll go on a heavy track. She has trialled as a two-year-old on a soft track and got through it pretty well. So from that, we've got a bit of confidence, but she is fit. She's had that run under her belt and her work on Tuesday was very, very good. You mentioned that trial. That was back in June, and I had a look at it last night. It was a soft six, and she just sailed through it. She's got a beautiful action. She won that trial by a huge margin. Um, If this track improves back into a soft seven, maybe um, it it shouldn't impact her at all. Yeah, I'd definitely be a little bit more confident if it it was just slightly better instead of of bottomless. Um, Mm -hmm. But... I guess uh, she's in, and we've got to find out one way or another whether, whether yeah. she can get through it. Um, the race has, has definitely changed a little bit, too, in the fair few scratchings. Yep, we're down to just the seven runners now. She's got such brilliant natural speed out of the gates and at high cruising speed. She's got only 52 kilos with Rachel King today. Do you just make use of that, that asset, her speed? Yeah, and I think, I think Rachel should be able to just jump and travel and, and um, hopefully that can help in a wet track but she's very very fast there's no doubt about that she's got a, a really high cruising speed and um, no, I couldn't be happier with her you know she's an exciting horse you are running uh, what he goes in race two and uh, he was a Kembla winner three starts back his last two runs in pretty strong company be sold efforts and this race sets up really well for him today He's had a few runs under the belt and up to 1,500. His last sort of couple of runs have suggested he'll be better over uh, further, so I hope that's the case. Um, he's got OK wet track form, but uh, yeah, it's sort of still hard to know because we, we had a lot of wet tracks all through the autumn and and, and you're sort of back on a heavy track, probably enough, you, you're never sort of cold from him. But uh, mm. he is well, he's fit, and um, it's, a, it's open enough race for mine. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, Knight of Power, Bjorn, uh, what, what do we make of him? First up, he is out the back, he didn't really improve in the Superium race, but when you you look at his form, often horses run to pattern. Second up, he just jumps out of the ground. Could he stage the... The ultimate form reversal today? Uh, he's got a lot to turn around, that's for sure. Yeah. And his work is probably being better at home. I think as much as anything, he probably needed that run. Um, so he's definitely fitter. From that point of view, we're happy. Uh, his wet track form's very hidden miss, but 
Um, but, you know, I think he, I've got no doubt that he's he's much better prepared today, but he's still got to improve a fair bit. Exactly. And Van Gissen, the last, she's the mayor who's in foal to wild ruler and she'll need to run well today. And her form's been improving, but she'll need to run well to convince you to take her to the Gold Coast next week. Yeah, for sure. She was in the Felita Mies last year and, and was probably an unlucky sixth. So uh, she's really got to be in the finish today. But her work on Tuesday was probably the best she well, was the best she's ever worked. Um, she looks fantastic. She gets in with no weight, just with a few scratchings too. She gets in a little bit closer, so maybe she can just be a, a touch closer in the run. But oh, I think she's a good each rate chance. Yeah, and what's the... Uh, sorry, so, sorry, so with, with a mare in the foal, how... There, there, there would obviously be a date that, or a limit. You say, "Well, mm. she's too weight, weight too in foal now." What's what's the rule of thumb there, Bjorn? Oh, I think it's three months or four months. I think we've got another couple of weeks. So, yeah, right. um, yeah there is a time limit. I just can't. I should know that off the top of my head, but uh, I think pretty much the next couple of weeks she's out. Yeah. Uh, she'll be retired. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, on to the next career. <laughs> no, I remember many years ago, Colin Hayes had a very good mare called Special, and I'm, I'm pretty sure, maybe our listeners will correct me, that she won a Lightning Stakes in foal in mid-February up the straight at Flemington. So it all depends, as Bjorn said, when they actually conceive. Just finally, Bjorn, Diamond Dealer won well last night in the heavy at Canterbury, a mare who's starting to put together a really good record. She's by Dundeal and four from nine now, a bit upside with her. Yeah, she was really good last night. Mm. She got that city one on the board, and I didn't quite—I wasn't confident with the wet track, but she's been running well. Um, but no, she was really good. She's a sort of thousand eleven hundred metres, and, and really, she's bred to probably get over two thousand. So it's funny how it works out. But uh, a city winning mare—it's always very important. And uh, yeah, so she's she's got a, a future career for sure now too. Terrific. Hey, thanks so much, Bjorn. Best of luck up there at the Magic Millions uh, next week and, of course, best of luck today at Rose Hill. Thanks, guys. Bjorn Baker there with the Jockey Challenge today for Rose Hill. Nash for Willer is $1.85. Tommy Berry is $3.60. Dylan Gibbons is at $8. Having a look at the Jockey Challenge for the Gold Coast. James McDonald, $1.25. Karen McAvoy, $9. Any other jock, 13 At Sandown, Jamie Carr's $1.30. So they're all short price favourites so far. Maddie Cartwright at $8. Then Damien Oliver at 10 For Gawler, Hellas Wong is $2.40. Tom Pannell, $3.00. Alana Livesey at $5.50. For Wyong, Mitch Bell is $2.40. Ash Morgan, $3.50. Any other jockey, 7 Andrew Adkins, 8 for Queanbeyan, Brendan Ward is $2.30, Molly Burke $5, Olivia Chambers $6.50, Damon Butler at 7 And the Jockey Challenge is also up there for Glenn Innes, where Jasper Franklin is $1.90, Ben Looker $6.50, Maddie McGurran at $7, and Brooke Stower at $8. But Jasper Franklin, the odds-on favourite there. We'll take in another interview now from this morning uh, and Richard Haynes on this occasion caught up with trainer Robert Price. Robert Price is joining us for a chat this morning. Rob, good morning to you. Yeah, good morning, Richard. How are you? Good, thank you. That um, I dare say this time of year that Berry Bypass has been handy for you and the team around the place. Certainly has been. <laughs> I don't get to see home very often. 
Yeah. Good morning, Robert. We can hear you there on the water walk or on the treadmill. Yeah, terrific. You're happy to run both this afternoon, Robert? Cuban Royale and Noble Soldier on the heavy? Yeah, well, Noble Soldier's not a problem. He doesn't mind that sort of gun. The other horse, we hummed and hard, but, you know, I know they've recently renovated Rose Hill. I know they cut it, give it a real good haircut before that rain, so... Mm -hmm. I'm fancying we get a nice day. That track will race quite good. I know the penetrometer says otherwise, but I'm feeling optimistic, Ray. Yeah, well, and you should be, because I know he's a, a rising nine-year-old Cuban Royale, but, Robert, have you and Luke ever had this horse going better? He was terrific first up at Kembla at the Gong Ming, and then last Saturday on New Year's Eve at Randwick, that was some win coming from last. Oh, too right. You know, he actually swam against the, the current that day when you are on the track that was predominantly on speed. Um, look, we've just been happy with him. Most preps he comes up. Most preps he comes mm. up. Just that things have fallen into place. We've found the right sort of races. He's had the right sort of runs. Uh, yeah, like he, he is at career best form, but in saying that, everything seems to be falling into place at the moment. No, he's racing in great heart. Uh, Noble Soldier first up, uh, the form guide reads 11th of 12, but the more you look at that run, um, IME won that race from Dehorned Unicorn. Both those horses have won in very fast time since, and that day at Ramwick when, when Noble Soldier ran, they ran 1.777. That's warp speed. They've gone up front. He's been beaten about six lengths. I, I think there was a bit of merit in that run when you look at it um, at, on, from a times perspective, Robert. Oh, 100% Ray. Like, as you said, forms come out of the race. Um, the horses couldn't be pleasing us anymore at home. He doesn't mind the sting out of the track. He's a better horse than his outside runner, so that'll be up to Dylan to keep him out of harm's way. But it looks like they'll run along again today. Mm -hmm. So um, no, we're pretty happy with him going forward. He's, although up in grade, he's down in weight. Yeah, he's about a $26 chance, but a couple of big things in his favour. He loves Rose Hill, and he's got a very, very good heavy track form, Robert. You're right. Like, I thought it was his career best win when Hugh Bowman rode him and sat three and four deep in the trip. And that elbow room is what he needs to perform at his best. You know, he gets a little bit tight and something brushes him while he's, he's got the same horse. Um, he's actually really surprised me that day when Billy went up now. He's better than mm -hmm. you know, what we thought he is. He just needs things to find the place for his life. No, I understand. Um, and Robert, just quickly, Jamia, we saw her trial on Tuesday at Warwick Farm. Lovely trial going into the Magic Millions Mares race next week. Are you happy with your with your stable star? Yeah, she done she done a little bit on the course property here this morning. Rocky Ryan came in and rode her. He's happy with her. Um, she's just treadmill work tomorrow morning, and she'll be on the track Sunday afternoon off to Gold Coast. Terrific, and she'll be hard to beat up there. She's an absolute gun, Rich, and uh, in a fillies and mares race, um, Jamia, with her record in that race next week up to her ears. No doubt. Hey, Rob, you look to have a, a pretty handy filly there in the shape of Brave Agenda of a Strong Bloodstock. They're going to have, a, they're gonna have some fun with her. Yeah, she was she, well, she was extremely brave last night. Yeah, second ever race start, done most things right. Uh, she's as tough as they come, you know. What she lacks in size and ability, she makes up for something. Extremely tough. Billy, that'll take her a long way. Good on you, Rob. Good to chat. Good luck today. Yeah, thank you very much. All the best, boys. Trainer uh, Robert Price say a little earlier.
Shortly, Josh Fleming will give us best bets for the Gold Coast. It's 11 minutes to midnight. The Southern Hemisphere's best yearlings on Australia's holiday playground. The 2023 Magic Millions Gold Coast Yearling Sale, January 10 to 16. It's the sale where the smart buyers shop for superstars. Graduates include Spring Carnival stars Cool and Gatter, Alligator Blood, Madame Pomery, Jackano, Ellsberg, Manzois, In Secret and Hong Kong champion Golden 60. The Gold Coast Yearling Sale offers the cream of the Australasian yearling crop. See the catalogue at magicmillions.com.au We might take Trentham New Zealand Race 3 here. It's for Tiakau Racing over 1,200 metres. Best seller is the odds-on favourite here at $1.95. Indeed it is, yes, uh, and if we're uh, going to get it, it'll be today, I'd say, but uh, 220 the price. Last horse is coming forward now. Jolie Soleil comes up into the gates, first uh, appearance race day. And Skelter Dialina to come forward in the Chris Turner colours made so famous by the wonderful Vianda Cross. All right, we're all in. Tiaka Racing's three-year-old. When I'm going to crack a million, or maybe six of them. Now the team, we're off and racing here. And uh, they bounce out pretty well. Alabama Gold in the middle began well. Rocker Baby's away okay, as to Chamario. Diamond Thief behind that. Bestseller in the middle in that green jacket. Jolly Soleil is uh, wide out, no cover. And not so modest behind them. Skelter Dialina is the last of them as they work on down the chute here. And uh, it is Chamario in front. Second, a length and a half away is Alabama Gold. Old Rocker Baby's three out, Diamond Thief behind them, bestseller fifth in the middle, and the outside of that then is Jolly Soleil, Skelter Dialina and Not So Modest to the last pair as they come up towards the junction onto the course proper here, and it is Chamario for the Irishman Joe Doyle, Diamond Thief uh, tries to pinch that inside run, Rocker Baby's after them, just laid in a bit, Alabama Gold's inside of those, bestseller is now presented out wider and is starting to come after them, but Rocker Baby's the leader here, Rocker Baby, bestseller over on the outside, a couple of lengths away, Rocker Baby going great guns uh, Rocker Baby's clear, bestseller, the inside then is Diamond Thief, but Rocker Baby today, and Rocker Baby's been simply too good too fast, wins at nearly three, second over Diamond Thief, bestseller third to Mario Skelter Dialina, behind them when they've hit it then, has been not so modest, Alabama Gold and uh, Jolly Soleil was the next home too good, too good here Number seven. Seven Rocker Baby. Lisa Allpress was 521.60. Three Diamond Thief 170 and six. Best seller at $1.04. Now let's head to the Gold Coast where Josh Fleming joins us. Josh, good afternoon. Good morning, I should say. Yeah, Simon, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. Uh, a wonderful day coming up. You have the Magic Elders Carnival and uh, it is pulled up at the car park here. And Simon, great crowd beginning to roll through and uh, the kind is nice to be here. About 29 degrees, so beautiful day to go right on. Okay, a bit of a patchy line there, Josh, but we'll do our best. What have you made your best bets? Uh, so, I'm first of all, uh, I like in uh, row two, uh, number eight, Royal Entrance here for Gain Adrian, James McDonald, gate number one. I think he can lead all the way here. Strong win at Warwick Farm. Uh, I, I like the inside gauge for the 1100 start here at the Gold Coast as well. Uh, can see him picking up from gate number one to lead and take a lot of catch in. So, uh, race two, number eight, Royal Entrance. Royal Entrance there, uh, yeah. Where was your next? Then in race four, Simon, like number five, the bopper. One of the most impressive wins you'll get when he won at the Sunshine Coast last time out. He finished home out wide on the track and blew them away, one by four. Got the strong iron knee form line at Rose Hill before that. 
He's back to 900 here, but there'll be plenty of speed, as you would imagine, and uh, we're relying on Jones and to steer the right path there from the barrier. Down to 55 on his back, just on the straight that last win. I think he's very, very hard to beat again. Steinbrose, four, number five, the bopper. To go with that rose two, number eight, Royal Entrance. Royal Entrance there in the bopper there at 2.20 in race four. Good stuff. Thanks very much, Josh. Good calling today. Thank you. Thanks, John. Josh Fleming there, who will be calling at the uh, the Gold Coast for us. Of course, this time next week, we're back at the Gold Coast for the huge Man- Magic Millions uh, race day. Now, our South Australian venue today, uh, not Morfordville, we're in fact at Gawler, where Brett Davis joins me online. Brett, good morning. Simon, good morning. Yes, Gawler today, and then we've got, uh, obviously, following that, we've got a Murray Bridge and another Gawler meeting coming after with Morfordville having a break. So I'm just looking today at race seven, number five, Danish Fortune as the best. It's going to be hard to beat. I'm not sure whether the second up syndrome could be a concern, but it certainly went well first up. So race seven, number five, Danish Fortune is the best. And then race nine, number three, Jarzeb. This is around $8.50. This is ready to win. It's only had the one win from 18 starts, but it is ready to win this preparation. And I think it runs a big race in the last. So race seven, number five, Danish Fortune and race nine, number three, Jarzeb on an each-way basis. Thanks very much, Brett. Enjoy the afternoon. Cheers, Simon. Okay, so that was Brett Davis there. Just having a look at his best bets. Race seven, number five, Danish Fortune is currently at $3.60. And the other one, which was uh, race nine, number three, Jarzeb. It's good value there at uh, $8. The first caller at our time will go at 12.47. We're still 15 minutes away from our first commitment, which is the Tab Movers segment with the Cole Thomas for Rose Hill. Uh, the first Rose Hill, the Tab Highway comes up. At 20 past 12, so 25 from now. Need a forklift? Don't just get a forklift, get a Toyota forklift. Toyota is the world's number one forklift brand. With a great range of pallet jacks, walkie stackers and reach forklifts, right up to their leading Toyota counterbalance forklifts. Legendary reliability and safety with cleaner, greener electric options. Toyota can tailor the right forklift solution for you. It's all part of the Toyota forklift advantage. For more, visit toyotamaterialhandling.com.au. Get a Toyota. Tab has racing offers on tab. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with tab. For racing on tab, download the tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Sky Sports Radio, it's four minutes to midday. Still, we've got plenty of time up our sleeve, so let's keep going with the interviews from this morning. And uh, we heard from the Maruya Cup winner from the other day, Teresa Badeup. She had a crackalack, I think it was 35 to 1 when it saluted the other day as the emergency in the Maruya Cup. She's got Divine Breath uh, lining up at Rose Hill this afternoon in the Midway Handicap Race 4. And earlier on, she caught up with uh, Richard Haynes. Let's focus on today's racing. Teresa Badeup is joining us for a race day chat. Teresa, good morning to you. Good morning. How are you? Very well, thank you. Uh, is, was that your first Maria Cup on the mantelpiece now, or have you won that race before? No, that was my first Maria Cup. So, uh, <laughs> good. again, nice, nice addition to the mantelpiece. Um, big enough odds, that horse too, by the look of things. 
she, I thought she was over the odds. Uh, her run in the Naruma Cup the start before was full of merit. She'd um, got back from a wide gate on a day where they probably weren't making ground and attacked the line really well. And she just hadn't had much luck at all, this preparation. Like, all the runs were probably better than what they looked on paper. So, no, she's a nice mare. She's very tough and um, great bunch of owners. So... They were over the moon, and um, yes, hopefully there's more wins in store for her. Yeah, we speak of Crackalaka, too good in the Maria Cup, and uh, a good check for the owners the other day. So you uh, you're taking Divine Breath to race to a Gardens today. You might have heard Sean say uh, a heavy eight. What are your thoughts there? Yeah, look, she's she's she handles the heavy ground. She's probably better on a little bit firmer surface. Uh, probably had better forms on the soft and into the good range, uh, but at the same time, she has run some some good races on heavy tracks. And yeah, I'd prefer to sort of be at, around the heavy eight stage than worse than that. So look, she's she's had a couple of runs under her belt now. She's fit. Um, she's still at the fourteen hundred and getting ready for a mile. So yeah, look. The, She'll, she'll get through the conditions and it probably offsets the wide gate a little bit. She looks to be generally a bit of a trier, so you know what you're going to get. Oh, she is. She's, uh, she's not overly big, but she's got a huge heart. And, yeah, she she doesn't win all that often, uh, but she's never far away and always runs your very honest race. OK. Uh, they are racing at Nara tomorrow. I don't have the track conditions there just yet, but you're settling up a horse in race four named Alan. Jess Taylor aboard. Six-year-old, what chance Alan tomorrow? Oh, look, Alan's always a chance. Depends a little bit on uh, what mood Alan's in. Um, <laughs> sounds, like so, sounds like someone's uncle on Christmas Day. <laughs> yes, he's a bit of a character, our Alan. Uh, he's got quite a following. But look, he, he's come up with Dario 1 again. Uh, although, yeah, depending how wet it is, that may not be ideal. Uh, but look, he, he'll get a nice run from there. And yeah, like he's racing quite consistently at the moment. He, he sort of won another one. He doesn't win out a turn, but he's never sort of too far away. And uh, yeah, he's getting ready for, to head down to Vega at the end of the month. So uh, this will keep him kicking over nicely. But yeah, he, he's always a chance, uh, just not with a lot of confidence. That's fair enough. Uh, how's the stable looking, Teresa, as far as you know, autumn's almost here? And for provincial trainers like yourself, there are some nice options around. Are you looking in the stable there and, and seeing a prospect or two for the coming months? Yeah, look, there's so many options now uh, with these horses. Uh, got a really nice bunch of three-year-olds coming through. Uh, Philly likes Sky's Legacy. Uh, she ran a really nice race on debut at Kensington and, and then won a maiden down at Sapphire Coast. She's still very raw, but she'll get over ground. Uh, she'll, got, she'll go around again this week at Maruya. Um, but then possibly looking at the option of just giving a little, little freshen up and, and targeting some of the, the Phillies races over a little bit of ground. Um, a horse like Spaining Beta went through the grades quite nicely last preparation. He'll come back in later in the month and sort of uh, look at some three-year-old options for him at the end, at the tail end of the carnival and into the winter. Um, but no, we've got, got a nice little team of horses coming through. Uh, so yeah, and there's plenty of options for them. So you can sort of uh, if they're not quite good enough for the top level, there's plenty of other options to pick off with them. For sure. Good on you, Teresa. Always nice to chat race morning. And, uh, yeah, good luck with uh, your horse there today, Divine Breath at Rose Hill. Thank you very much. The Australian Women's Health Diary, packed with expert health advice important to every woman. Plus, every diary sold supports breast cancer research. Just $19.99 from newsagents, Woolworths and participating post offices and online at womenshealthdiary.com.au.
Tab has racing offers on tab. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet, and if it loses, get a bonus bet back up to $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with tab. For racing on tab, download the tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Missing your daily dive into the sporting smorgasbord? The BSB is back Monday with the latest local and international sport and racing plus your calls and texts. The Big Sports Breakfast. Monday morning from 5.30 on Sky Sports Radio. Okay, well, another trainer that we heard from this morning was Brad Widdup. He's got Global Ospread lining up later today in the January Cup. It's $5.50 with the tab fixed odds. Hazy caught up with Brad a little earlier on. Let's welcome in our next guest this morning. Exciting times for his team and his stable is ticking along beautifully. And I speak of the Brad Widdup stable. The trainer's with us on a Saturday morning. G'day, Brad. Morning, Richard, uh, Ray. Have you headed north yet, are you? Local for a yeah. bit longer. You up there? Yeah, no, I've been up here since obviously uh, uh, Wednesday. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Getting getting around the place. Okay. What have you? What have yeah, you? Yeah. What have you seen? Well, you don't, don't want to get don't want to get too much away until you start bidding on these big yearlings, I suppose, Brad. No, that's right. It's very competitive. It's just as a, it's just as a, it's probably more than competitive than training uh, buying a yearling these days. It's uh, <laughs> you know I've been in sales a lot and. Uh, We've walked away from no horses, uh, and it's a bit frustrating when you've got people wanting to buy, but, I mean, you just got to, you know, you got to stick to the budget and and uh, go from there. Are you a guy that likes to know who you're bidding against, or you just put your head down and do your best? Oh, you know, it's, <laughs> how do you know half the time there's, there's bids flying left, right and centre, and I think the auctioneers put a few in as well, but anyway, you just got to <laughs> stick to your guns, you know? It's a tough caper, isn't it, Brad? Hey, Brad, just quickly, um, Fire Lane, I think she left Wednesday evening by memory. And yeah. How did she travel up there? She settled in well at the Gold Coast? Yeah, terrific. Um, yeah, she's a tough little thing, and we just did a little bit of pace work this morning. She needed to do something. She was just too well, so um, uh, she'll, she'll do a bit of work on uh, Tuesday. I was... I was thinking about galloping this morning, but I couldn't get the course proper. So, uh, mm-hmm. you know, obviously these little things, you just want everything to go right. So I'll wait until Tuesday. And, um, look, she doesn't need to do anything drastic. Just a, a nice bit of work now, and she that should take her off for Saturday. Uh, she's still sort of flying a little under the radar, and it's probably a bit unfair, I think, Brad, because the form around Fire Lane, that, that's the right form for the Magic Means next week. Yeah, I think so. I think the horse that's putting his hand up is uh, uh, Sovereign Fund. He, you know, he seems, uh, you know, come from behind, beat her, and I think he led the other day up here. And mm. um, you know, he, it's, you just need those sort of horses doing the right things, and he seems to be be doing it. So, you know, look, she's got form around him. Um, yeah, I think it's just the big important thing now is just where everyone draws and and how it all works out for me. Yep, Tuesday morning barrier draw, so important. Hey, Brad, I was talking to you during the week. We didn't think we'd get a, a track in the heavy range, but once it got worse and maybe soft five, I guess you had no option but to, to scratch Osbred Flirt. Yeah, I did. Look, um, mm. you know, we've been down that road before and she just doesn't handle it at all. And, um, 
Yeah, there's no point wasting runs with her. She's, you know, obviously fully in form. I'll just have to have a think about it now. I might have to give her a break. And, um, when I say a break, just a, you know, a couple of weeks out and, mm-hmm. um, you know, go again. But, look, uh, yeah, look, it, it is what it is and you can't do much about it. No, fair enough. You've also scratched um, the two mares, Showtime Lady and Travelling Kate, out of race nine. You're left, though, with a horse who's had a great prep, Global Ozbred, and I know the form guide reads eighth of 13 in the Summer Cup, but unfortunately drew wide that day, was never on the track, three wide without cover virtually the entire trip, and he actually still worked into the race at about the 200-metre mark. Um, Braddy's run was terrific, really. It was. I got a little bit excited there for a second. I thought, oh, you can't keep going. You know, like, yeah, you, know, you dream, but, uh, yeah. Massive run there. Wasn't the be, but, yeah, look, at least you got off him and just said, look, you know, if he drew a gate today, you, you wouldn't know. You know, this all hindsight sort of stuff, but, look, um, yeah, he did go terrific. His run was a lot better, you know, looks on paper, and, um, you know, he, he's, he's a horse in really good order, so drawing a lot better there today. He handles soft going. Um, you know, we should get a good run and, uh, yeah, look, I'm sure he'll be thereabouts for sure. Is he the type of horse who can absorb a really tough run like he had there on Boxing Day and, and bounce through it, given that you know he's so effective on a heavy track? Yeah, look, he, he's, uh, you know, he's, he's in fantastic order and, yeah. um, you know, he's a big, strong fella and he, he eats and does everything right, so he uh, doesn't sort of waste any energy, you know, he's not a, he's not a uh, excitable horse, so look, um, you know, I'm sure he's in fine order. You'd be hard to beat today. Hey, thanks so much, but I know it's early up there, so I appreciate you coming on the show and, and best of luck with uh, Global Ozbred in the January Cup. No worries, thanks, guys. We are hosting today's broadcast from the lands of the Karingai people. We acknowledge the traditional custodians of country and recognise their continuing connection to land, waters, and culture. We pay our respects to their elders past, present and emerging. Tab has racing offers on Tab. On race one at the Gold Coast this Saturday, place a fixed odds win bet and if it loses, get a bonus bet back $50. That's a $50 bonus bet back if you lose on the first race at the Gold Coast this Saturday with Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Excludes WA residents. First online fixed odds win bet only. T's and C's and website. Gamble responsibly. Call Gamblers Help 1-800-858-858. Always thought owning a racehorse was too expensive? It doesn't have to be. Patriot Bloodstock offers racehorse shares for syndication at an affordable entry-level price point with fixed price training fees. Our horses are country trained and whether your horse wins at Wagga or Randwick, the thrill is the same. We've had great success sourcing quality horses that won't send you broke and we love first-time owners. Check out what's available at www.patriotbloodstock.com.au. Patriot Bloodstock, an authorised representative of Stable Connect. AF licence number 33696. Now, we've got uh, Rose Hill race number one on a heavy eight coming up in just over 11 minutes. Darren Flindell, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you as well, Simon. So just recapping, the goings a heavy eight and the horses have arrived in the parade ring now for the opener. Number one, Poker Jack, looking for his third success in the Highway Company as a $12 chance today. Pretty Woman's been a fair drifter out to 12. Valiant, Valiant at 41. That was the answer you required on the De Bortoli's quiz this morning. 
Proverbial number four is the $4.40 favourite in a for higher five. There's been backing for Nash's Mount, ticket to anywhere. Number five was 13 this morning at a 9.50. Old Star at 26. Vilified, also $26. Hardy, who'll be ridden with cover at 26. Volterra, $26. Iconic Dame, 7. Very solid at that price, Iconic Dame. Overextend has been well back today. It was 7 this morning into 5.50. Now, early markets had it around the 13, but this has been well back, Overextend. Al Boyoli into $9. Behind the Storm, 23. And number 23, Divine Miss, is at $18. So our first favourite is Proverbial at 4.40, and the first is due in 10 from now. I'll just uh, confirm the tactic changes in the first Hardy to be ridden with cover in race six. Silent Agenda, I think this is quite significant here. Silent Agenda to race on pace but with a bit of cover. In race seven, she's the gift to be further forward. A military mission to be ridden further forward with the option of leading, uh, if it can. So that's interesting there. Should be a good pace in the January Cup. Race nine, Lovely Esteen to race further forward. And Naval Seal is drawn barrier one to be further forward as well. And in the last, Snippy Fox will be sent on speed and much, much better as well. Both Snippy Fox much, much better to be forward in the last. Okay, so that's the latest here at Rose Hill. They're in the yard. Race one due in nine minutes. Good on you, Darren. Now, let's head to Nicole Thomas and she's going to help us with the tab movers for this meeting. Uh, Nicole, good afternoon. Good afternoon to you, Simon. Right. Well, let's have a look at the tab highway there in the mounting yard. Yeah, there's plenty of ones that have been specced, but proverbial number four, there's some good late money for this one. It's into $4.40 now from four sixty today. There are some other ones that have been backed in this race, though. Overextend, number 20 into five fifty. Ticket to anywhere. This has also been uh, a really well-backed runner into nine fifty as well. And our boy Ollie is the other one. But proverbial, a put-in is our market mover, number four. So number four there in the first race. Number two is the 1,500-metre Shandon Handicap. Well, Green Shadows is our favourite. It's been sort of solid at the 240 mark today, but Samana, that was the early money horse. It's been backed overall in this market into $4, but Timpanus, this is the one that's come in today, $9.50 now, in from a huge price as well. So I'm going to make Timpanus number three our mover in the second. Race two, number three over to the third, the Kiora Farland handicap over 1100 now. Passagiata, this has been very popular all week, number 11. We opened a huge price, actually, even after deductions. We still put about $4 into that $1.95 price. It bottomed out, I think it was $1.65 when I checked this morning at one point. But $1.95, and it's still been the best backed by far in this race. So number 11, Passagiata, our mover. So race three, number 11, over to the fourth, the 1,400-metre midway handicap. Excelidus here is $3.10 and favourite, but there's been a really good move here for Bluff and Bluster, number nine, into $6 from an opening 11. The other one I've noticed good support is Love the Invasion, number seven, into $7 as well from 11. But Bluff and Bluster, I'll make number nine our mover. So race four, number nine, Bluff and Bluster, the push. Uh, race five is the 1,500-metre tab handicap for fillies and mares. Well, Frumos is our favourite, but it has drifted out to $1.90 with good support for Festival Dancer, number one. Festival Dancer's gone from $5 into $4, uh, and also money for Saigon overall, number three, nine into six. But out of the two of them, I think Festival Dancer is the one. Festival Dancer there for Dylan Gibbons and Maddie Smith, race five, horse one, to race six, the 
Benchmark 88 Furphy Handicap is over seven furlongs. Yeah, very good money for two runners here. Silent Agenda and Bold Mac. Well, Silent Agenda was a huge prize. Opened about $17, we bet, into $5.50. And also Bold Mac today, number nine, very popular, $5 into $4 this morning. So with that move today, I'll put Bold Mac on top, number nine. Number nine, Bold Mac. That's in race six. Quarter League one here is race seven. The feature, the listed 2,000 metre Schweppes January Cup. Yeah, punters have found this rather difficult. They're backing a few runners here, and I've got four that they've actually backed. Elias has had some recent support. It's into four eighty from five dollars. Number five, that's our favourite. There's also been money for Military Mission Number Ten, also Mission Phoenix Number Thirteen, and Chalk Stream. Good move for it. Number six. So four moves in this race, but Elias, I'm going to make Number Five our mover. Race eight, Number Five over to Race Eight. It is for the Rose Hill Bowling Club. It's over fifteen hundred. Yeah, good move here for one outside of the favourite, Bazooka. Number 11, it's into $9. It's in from about $12 overall. So Bazooka, it's a nice move for it. If you're looking for a roughie in the race, High Court has been specced. Number 5 into $14. But Bazooka, nice move for number 11. 11 Bazooka there in the eighth race. Over to race 9. This one's the Cleanaway Handicap, which is over 1800 yeah, an excellent move here for Naval Seal, number 17. It's been very popular all week. It's five fifty now, in from about $11. The other one the punters like is Dr Evil, number 10, into five fifty. that exact same move, in from 11 So two very good moves between the two of those, but I'll go with Naval Seal, number 17, as our mover. Naval Seal there, number 17, in race 9, and race 10, the last at 5 minutes to 6. The Fujitsu General, it's over 1200 well, Pizarro's been solid at the even money quotes. I know push away from the favourite at this stage, but there is good money for two others around it. Noble Soldier, number 10, into 9, and Van Gears, number 12, also into $9. I think they're in from the exact same price, in from $14. But I'm going to make Noble Soldier our tab mover, number 10. Number 10, what was the best, Sydney? I have to say Passengiata. That's a big move from when we opened that price. It's race 3, number 11. Currently, I think you can still get, I think it was $1.90 when I mentioned it before. I'll just go back to that race, Simon, and just double-check it's still that price. $1.95 you can get if you like it. Right, thanks, Nicole. We'll uh, have a look at the tab movers for Sandown and the Gold Coast with you following this first at Rose Hill. Sounds good. Thanks, Simon. Nicole Thomas joining us there. So what we might do is pick up Mountain Yard coverage now on Sky Central before this first race at uh, Rose Hill. We're looking at the emergency. It says, uh, goes down to Saddlecloth 23 here. So number 20 in the yard over extend. Number 21 down from Tamworth here for Michelle Fleming is the Arboy Ollie. So that's coincided with the blinkers going on. That is at his past two starts and being ridden more positively. So he's found the front and just ran his rivals into the ground. So both of those wins were on dry tracks, but I imagine he, he spears forward. He makes his own luck, probably sits outside the lead here and every chance he gives some cheek. Yeah settled down now that he's walked into the yard and done a few laps. He was uh, really dragging his strapper around when he first walked in. I think he's just about to go onto the pony. That might be just him, but he's absolutely flying and this is the perfect race for him. 22 behind the storm, Jeremy Gass, Jenny Duggan. Wasn't this a win there last start at Scone? Surged the line first up. That was as a $41 chance. Now the gamblers, whether she can repeat that, the third horse, Miss Adamas, has franked that form by running second at Canterbury last night. So maybe a fluke's hope here of repeating the dose. Yeah, 
her win was unbelievable, wasn't it? I was watching it last night thinking, how on earth did she win? It was it was huge. If she's come on from that, which one would suggest she would have, then she she might give them a bit of a run for their money here. Lucas Hope, Brad, and down to 23, Divine Miss, Norm Gardner, Jay Ford. Yeah, Divine Miss, I'm hoping this source is better than a Lucas Hope because I don't mind her today, Divine Miss. Now, she's going to need a few things to go her way from the wide draw, so I don't know where she gets to, but I do like the way that she closed off in Benchmark 72 Company last start behind Bitcoin Baby and Tashi. That was at Warwick Farm, and she didn't get a lot of room in the straight, so she's racing like she'll relish 1,200 metres, fourth up, perfect, and if she does get the brakes, uh, yeah, I think she, I can see her really flashing home. I thought she looked particularly well at Warwick Farm last start. She hasn't taken a backward step since. Okay, they're off to the gates. First time I can say good afternoon and indeed Happy New Year. Good to see you, Shani. What do you like in race one? Yeah, good afternoon, Gab. Good afternoon to everyone at home. I am with the two here, Pretty Woman. I, as I said, I saw her first up and I thought she looked particularly well, but I love the progress she's made in her next two runs. So she goes on top for me. She's a lovely, big, strong mare that um, just paraded better than the rest of them, I thought. So she's on top and I could give a bit of a push to Ticket to Anywhere, horse number five. There's been a bit of money here for Iconic Dame, trained by Jamie Stewart, who caught up with Ali Mosley. Got iconic dame here second up in the highway. Firstly, how she travelled from Maruya? Yeah, really good actually. She's a bit seasoned, had a few runs in the highway, so the trip up the road is uh, nothing new to her, so good to see her travel well. She's got the second up form on the board as well. Last preparation, she actually beat our current favourite in proverbial second up. Yeah, it was a really good win that day here. Uh, if she could replicate that again, that'd be terrific. But um, obviously a little bit sticky from the gate. She won't have as easy as she did that day, but um, very happy with her coming into today. We're on a heavy eight at the moment, had a lot lot of rain in the last 24 hours. She'll handle the conditions too? Yeah, well, the day she won, it was really heavy. I think the races got called off only a couple of races after that day. Um, earlier in her career, she was not far behind Shelby, 66 on a heavy, so we know what he's done on a heavy track. So, um, yeah, I think a form reads well. Beautiful. And you've got the gun strapper as well. Yeah, gun strapper. All the, <laughs> all the stars are aligning. <laughs> Beautiful. Good luck. Thank you. Okay, Brad, over to you for the late mail. The late mail numbers 23, 1, 12 and 4, 23, Divine Miss. Big odds here, but it is the type of race where I think you can spec something outside of the market. We're looking at $4.40 uh, the field at the moment. So I think there's a little sense of timing about her. She's going to need a few things to fall into place, but if she gets the luck, uh, she's going to be in the finish. One poker jack. Well, the market has corrected himself. Uh, he's, he was considerably longer uh, there on Wednesday, but a few scratchings have seen him trim up. He's a proven highway performer. 12 iconic dame, wet track suits and four proverbial consistent at this level. I just think uh, she's very well found given how open this race is, Munns. Yeah, well, it is the favourite, Brad. Okay, so 23 on top there for Brad Gray over 1, 12 and 4. Divine miss at $19. Brad uh, happening to open the day with good value. We'll take a break and then get to Darren for the call. They've assembled behind the start. Hey breeders, heading to the upcoming sales? Don't risk your horse's condition. Make sure you pack Poseidon Animal Health Stress Paste. Stress Paste can assist in keeping your yearlings well, hydrated and calm during transport and on arrival. Stress Paste also buffers and protects the stomach from gastric ulcers while travelling. It's your insurance policy to protect your preparation work. Visit Poseidon's new thoroughbred website at PoseidonThoroughbred.com. That's PoseidonThoroughbred.com. Poseidon Animal Health. Powering performance from within. There's a new place to get it all on tap. And it's in your pocket. The Tab app has live racing. Touchdowns. Downtowns. The beautiful game. Australia's biggest game. Our other biggest game. A bit of this. This. Oh, come on, ref. 
this. For racing and sport on tap, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Gambler's help, 1-800-858-858. Here's Rose Hill. And uh, here's Behind the Storm. Righto, thanks, Gav. So two to move in here for the opening race of the day. Vilified goes up along with Behind the Storm. First of ten. Heavy eight, they're going overcast conditions. Don't want we'll any sunglasses today. But let's hope we can avoid any further rain. There was enough of it yesterday. Lights on, the highway field is ready and they're off and racing and Poker Jack jumped well. So did proverbial handy old star and pretty woman showing good master wide out looking for the lead and now Valiant being driven forward as well. So it's pretty woman and Valiant contesting the lead and Poker Jack landed a great spot on the outside of Overextend. Proverbial settles fifth. Then came Volterra from Ticket to Anywhere. Oz star coursing D from our boy Ollie, iconic dame. Further back to Hardier gives away a big start from Vilified, Divine Miss, and behind the storm four lengths away last. Valiant takes the lead now by a half length on Pretty Woman, and Poker Jack looking for his third highway success will have to sit three wide to beat them, followed by Overextend. Proverbial gets a three wide cover coming to the turn from Ticket to Anywhere. Old Star heads the rest, they turn, and Valiant, it's a flat out now, leads by a length and a half to Pretty Woman, followed by Overextend is looking for room, but Poker Jack strides up quickly now. Now, and Poker Jack takes the lead at the 200 metres, draws two lengths clear from Proverbial giving chase and overextend and further back to our boy Ollie. But it's Poker Jack ready for his third tournament success in a highway. He'll be up with the high rollers after this. Poker Jack does it again, beats Proverbial. Our boy Ollie third, followed in by overextend fourth. Didn't get a lot of room at a vital stage. Further back to Vilified from Iconic Dame, ticket to anywhere, Rollstar behind the storm, Valiant ran out of petrol, then came Pretty Woman, Divine Mess, and Hardy and a long last Volterra. Well, and Poker Jack, Amy McClucas, Amy McClucas paid 11.40 and 3.60 for Proverbial 190 and 21 Hour Boy Ollie at $2.90. He'll be up with the big boys after this, Amy McLucas. Boy, Amy looked confident, a long way out. He was travelling so well, he was very well positioned. Tash Burley prepares at uh, Goulburn and the son of Casino Prince at a Princess Elani has done it again. Highway win number three. Beating proverbial number four, Dylan Gibbons for Lou Mary and pretty woman H. Williams teaming up with Matt Dale for the third end of the prize. Time is 1.11.52. 1.11.52, that was very comfortable for Poker Jack. Placings official 1, 4 and 21. We're standing by on the fourth number. It's a photo finish for fourth, but 1.11.52 the gallop on the first of the day. Number 20's run the fourth uh, overextend. So 1, 4, 21 and 20 on the first. Okay, so one poker jack returned 11.40 and 3.60. Four proverbial 190, 21 hour boy Ollie 290 and 24th over extend. Quinella was 20.60, exact a 52.60, trifecta 397.40. First for $1,853. That was race one there, Rose Hill. Race two is due at five to one and Green Shadows is the early favourite at 2.40. In just a moment, we'll look at the movers for Sandown. Today's race Brought to you by Tab. For racing on Tab, download the Tab app. Gamble responsibly. Call Gambler's Help 1-800-858-858. 
Since 2018, 36 Group 1 winners could have been bought for $100,000 or less at an English sale. That's 44% more than the nearest Australian auction house. Where will you be in 2023? Classic catalogue available now at inglis.com.au. So Rose Hill, we're just awaiting correct weight following the running of the Tamp Highway Race 1. Sandown, their first on a good four is due in 11 minutes. Uh, Nicole Thomas is back with me again. And Nick, what's uh, the best backed runner there in the first Sandown? I've got a good one here, all sassed up. Number six in the first at Sandown, now $2.80. So this has been a really big shortener this morning. So very good recent support for all sassed up. It's the favourite now and very well backed number six. So number six, uh, all sassed up there, race one. Race number two, Sandown, is over 1,700. I've got a shorty here. Denonator Jack is the favourite, number two. $1.45. It's just drifted slightly today from $1.40, but is in from $1.70 overall. And there's really nothing else that has been supported to beat it. So Denonator Jack, number two, our mover. Detonator Jack there in the second over to the third event, a benchmark 78 over 1400. Good move for my Yankee girl, number four. It is the favourite here at 250. It's actually come in from $3, so decent support. Wars fold number nine, originally drifted out to 320. It's back into $2.80 and well supported overall in this market. So risque has had some supporters as well, number five, into the $7 quote. So three decent moves, but we'll go with my Yankee girl, number four, as our mover. So race three, number four, two race four. This is a Phillies and Mears benchmark 70 over a mile. If you're looking for a roughie here, Black Queen has been very well supported, number three, into $15. It was a much bigger price, so it's in from about $31, so certainly note that, but the one we'll make the market mover is Liberated Girl, number eight. It's our favourite. It's moved into $2.25. Overall move is in from $3.40, so huge support for number eight, Liberated Girl. Number eight in the fourth race, number five here is the Peak Cousins Handicap, over a 1,000 metres. Well, punters didn't want to take the $1.40 about inundation, number five, the short uh, the short odds on now out to a dollar 55 so it's a drifter here i can't make it the mover with that drift so on the lead is the one number one it's actually moved in from ten dollars into eight dollars fifty so nice nice each way price for on the lead number one on the lead one for the freedmans there and brett preble will take the ride first leg of the quaddy race six is over thirteen hundred Daily Bugle number six was backed as soon as markets went up. It's $3.90 and it's been supported. But the, the Merry Mac Boy, this is the one I make the tab mover, number 12. It's into $3.70. Very good move in from $4.60. So uh, it's certainly the tab mover with some support for Micro as well. Ned and Yahoo, Johnny Allen to ride number seven, also into eight fifty. So some good moves in this race, but the best of them is Merry Mac Boy number 12. Number 12, the push there in the first leg of the quality. The second leg is a benchmark 70 handicap, over 1800 yeah, River Play number seven here. It originally drifted in this market out to four dollars forty, and then even four eighty now into three sixty. So good support today for River Plate. The other one that's been with good support is the nephew number four, four eighty in from five dollars fifty in from six fifty overall. So I'll go the nephew as our tab mover number four. Number four in race seven, race eight is the twenty four hundred meter Sean Morris handicap. Yeah, it's very open. Wahini Toa, the favourite, number 14, into $4.60 from an opening $5. So that's the one that I'm going to make the tab mover. Made by Khan, number three. It's moved in slightly as well, $10 into eight. But Wahini Toa, the favourite, is our mover. So number 14, the mover, race eight. And race nine, the lucky last, is the benchmark 70 over 1,000 metres. 
Unflinching is our favourite, number one. It's been back to $4.40 into $3.70 overall. Uh, there's been some really good money at a price for Fine Day, number two. It's into $11, open about the $21 price. And also good support for Kev's Girl, number nine. It's into $8 and we did open $15. So some really good moves, including the favourite. But I'm going to make Kev's Girl, number 10, our tab mover. Number 10, uh, number nine, is it Kev's Girl there in race number nine, race nine, horse nine. Uh, what was the best, uh, Nick? I think Liberated Girl, a very nice move for race four, number eight, and currently $2.25, Simon. Thanks, Nicole. I'll come back to you in just a moment for the Gold Coast movers, but first of all, I can tell you at Rose Hill it was a length and a half by three quarters, 111.52, home in 35.33, and the scales report is through correct weight, one for 21 and 20. Let's get Dean Lester's late mail on the first Sandown. Sandown race one, it's a three-year-old benchmark, 70 over 1,000 metres. My number six, three, one and two. I think number six all sassed up, might be too strong here. Resumes off quite a long spell. It's got some very good form last preparation, has trialled up nicely. I think ready to go here. First up from a spell to get over the top of numbers three, the Guava, who's another one that'll be strong late. It's got that form through She Dances, River Noir, Michelotti, which is a very good form reference for a race like this. One, Fishin. All of his good form today has been at Mooney Valley, round the tight track. Uh, he won a maiden at Bendigo. Uh, just be interested to see him on the big track here, but a 1,000 metres suits. And two, Bistro resumes. She's very speedy. She's going to give a good sight for a long while. She's trialled well. She's had three jump outs, so she's very forward for this. But I'm with all sassed up. Pretty keen on her. Six, three, one, and two. Six, three, one, two, and Sandown is just five minutes away. All sassed up is at two dollars eighty. Nicole Thomas is still with us. Nick, we're going to take a look at the movers for the Gold Coast. We're one week out from the Magic Millions meeting, and the first from the Gold Coast, due in thirty-four minutes, is the Magic Millions maiden over.